<clears throat> do you see batman yet no i'm just gonna wait for it to be on hbo it's gonna be ne- it's gonna be next uh next in like two or three weeks jackass comes out on paramount today yeah i want to watch that again oh you already saw it yeah have you seen it oh yeah, yeah i yeah, took yeah, my dad yeah, that's right. I, I went i went with my dad because me and my dad went and we i saw it with him i saw it by my i saw it with some friends when it first opened and it was really cool because they were like it was such a big deal that jackass came out of like it's rated R. No one under seventeen without an adult. That they would they put officers at the door what the checking fuck? IDs because they were having I I don't know. I live in Southern Oregon, you know. Yeah. That's- yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, so that movie came out when I was sixteen. I was turning uh, seventeen that year because mm-hmm. it was two thousand one, and this was uh Wait, no, I turned seventeen two thousand two. So it was two thousand two, and that game. I think that movie came out around August. I didn't turn seventeen until December. But when the dude checked my ID, I think he just looked at the year, saw nineteen eighty five, went, "All right, you're good." And so I got to buy a ticket while all my friends didn't, because they were like fifteen, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I just remember, yeah, I got my ticket. All my friends were stopped at the door, turning around and just giving the double birds. <laughs> but then, thankfully, they were able to get their dad to come down. Like we were able to get a dad yeah. to come down, so they all got tickets. We all got to see it together right yeah and i just remember it was so good i was like dad you have to see this movie so then i went me and him like a couple days later and then he loved it so much so it was just like it's been 20 years you know i i think i me and him also went and saw number two but i was living in portland when three came out so it's actually uh i (laughs) the day jackass 3d came out me and my study partner who's also now a doctor his name is halsey he works up in portland and our an anatomy and physiology teacher who was maybe about four or five years older than us. Mm-hmm. And it was new to the job, but uh, it was a really funny story. That guy was hired, but all the fussy older teachers didn't like him because he was like the young kid. He got <laughs> pushed out of that job after about six months just by oh, politics. Sucks. It sucks. So, but this was a couple months in. He realized what was going on. So he just said, screw it. And me and Halsey skipped class with him and got, went and we saw <laughs> Jackass 3D. That guy was the coolest. I cannot remember his name. Shouts out. I know you're listening. Uh, And so it's just like, you know, I didn't get to see 3D with my dad. But then when this Jackass Forever is out, when it came out, I was like, I'm going to wait. And I called my dad. I was like, there's a new Jackass out. Do you want to go see it on Saturday? And he was like, absolutely. I bought the (laughs) ticket. It was like, it was so much fun to get to go with my dad. So it was a great time. Shouts out my dad. My dad rules. I just want (laughs) to say that. If you think your dad rules, guess what? Not as much as my dad. My dad rules I got, uh, at being six feet under the ground. Why would you say that? Because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> well. <clears throat> so shouts out my dad for uh, being dead and being the worst piece of. My my best friend's dead. That's, he was a good guy. He was. Cool, yeah, that's though. sad, though. <laughs> yeah, he died in 2014. Yeah, that was like eight years ago. Shouts out, Dave. We're up in heaven. What's up? Oh yeah. He was joked. He he was joked. He was gonna die if he died before me. He was gonna always be there watching me jerk off. Just so I would think about that. Uh, so <laughs> every time and, you jerk you know, off, every, every time I'm just like, ah, oh, Dave. You're like, hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, bro? Um. So I hey, I got more dead friends than you, and I got more trophies than you. <laughs> what what a way to start this. <laughs> what a way to start the podcast. Holy shit. This is a great podcast. Welcome, friends, <laughs> to I Have More Trophies Than You. I actually, wait, hold on. I didn't say I have more trophies than you. I said I've got more trophies than you. So mm. the episode actually hasn't started. started yet. No, so, but, okay, but I've said it twice since then. 
Right. So technically, it's, maybe it's so ended. I, wait, I already ended. Okay. So it shows over. See you guys. Shit. <laughs> okay, hold on. All right. I have more trophies than you. All right, start. Welcome to the legitimate start of this podcast. Uh, this is, I have more trophies than you. That is a, oh, you know what? It doesn't, it's, it's fine that I said it the second time. Cause I always say it again afterwards. Mm, you're right. Yeah. Okay. We got to so figure this is out. a, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what the, is the magical listen, power that cancels it? I love blatantly stupid rules to podcasts and streams, like giving myself a time limit and everything. Mm-hmm. So there are very strict rules. The first time I say the name of the podcast is when the podcast actually starts. I'm then allowed to say it afterwards, just in the opening. If I say the magic phrase again, it that goes. ends the podcast. Yeah. All right. There so we, we, we figured that it being out. Said, welcome to, welcome the to the podcast that I've already said the name of and can't say again. <laughs> this is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am your host, Dr. Ryan, and I am currently the 87th best gamer in all of north america hey right. i went up one Ooh, like that and hey which I'm... is weird because i didn't play very many games this week sorry go ahead oh no oh, you, i was uh, i'm your other host chris hello i hate i hate when you do that voice i hate it <laughs> i hate it so much um we're, we're gonna find a voice that you like no <laughs> no you're not did, did have um, i ever told you that when i was growing up like i aspired to be like a voice actor I could see that. Yeah, I think that was like one of the I, things I, I, I really like, that. wanted to do, and then like I found out that uh, that um, I, I I didn't want I don't want to say community. It's that um, that job is very gated. Like there, there's like twelve people that do stuff, and that's it. Like if you want to do more yeah. like that career, good luck. <laughs> like you got to have a really good voice. There was a, there was a stranglehold no on it at the beginning, and now it's like it's you don't see a lot of new people getting in. Yeah, and if you do, they're all already like. It's just the same people. Like it's, and it's like people I, that I have right a YouTube in. gaming channel, and now I'm doing it. Yeah. Um. I don't yeah. know. It seemed like something cool. Like I always liked uh doing like weird voices and stuff like, and making I, my I, friends I, laugh when I was growing up. So I was like, oh, I, I always could thought. Do that. Maybe I could do it. I, I think I have, a, I, have a, I have a good, clean voice. I could portray um, emotion. Like, give me here. Give me a, this is, welcome to the screen test uh, for us being voice actors. Okay. Give me distress. Uh, okay. Uh, like. in distress. Distress? You've got to help me. They have my family. I don't know what to do. Do, um, I, I, jubilation. Give me some jubilation. Guys, I just got 38 new Platinums. I'm number one in the world. I cannot believe it. I'm so happy right now. That's not bad. All right. All right. Now you get... No, no, no. Now you give me paranoia. Okay. Paranoia. Oh, me give you paranoia. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Guys, uh, I think outside these walls, there could be cops. uh, There could be unicorns, but I'm not really sure. Um, I'm really worried about everything. So uh, if you could please just come over and just rub my back and tell me everything's going to be fine. I think everything will be great. Please hurry, hurry. Um, Oh, wait, I think everything's okay. Maybe. Okay. What was that sound? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Give give me give me uh, uh, frightened on a cosmic level. 
frightened on a cosmic level. <clears throat> Let me see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, frightened on a cosmic level. It'd be like, Oh, I can't believe this crazy monster is here and he's destroying everything. Uh, oh my God, my house. And then like everything tumbles down and I die. <laughs> All right. Now give me a birthday message for, let's make it someone who listens to this podcast. A birthday message to Kieran. To Kieran. Hello, but, Kieran. But you're you're a, you're a clown who's oh, actually okay. there to rob the safe for their parents' jewels. Uh, hello, Kieran. Uh, I'm here to tell you happy birthday. Uh, but I need you first to uh, give me these uh, couple digits that your uh, family would uh, hide stuff in this little safe, because your birthday card's just inside. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if you like those voices, hire <laughs> yeah, us. Hire us. Uh, hire us and sponsor us uh yeah uh, funimation sponsor us uh screen acting guild uh sponsor of the show <laughs> screen acting. thank you thank you so much uh oh yeah my uh i oh yeah by the way i'm a part of that now and uh i'm, I'm restricted to two hours of time <laughs> uh is that the reason why master chief isn't going to be in in the halo show what yeah, like Master Chief isn't in the show. Like it's what? what? Yeah, the, like Cortana, like real life Cortana, like the the girl, yeah. the woman who plays her is in it. Master okay, Chief but... isn't, and like he's in Wait, a suit. Master like, Chief isn't in the Halo show. No, I Master, thought you were kidding. No, he's not. Like it's a different what the fuck is actor. The Why? Oh, so Master Chief is in the show, but it's yeah, a, Master it's Chief's in the show, oh, okay. but it's somebody else's Master. Chief. I thought you meant Master Chief was not in the show at all. No, no. no. Uh, I mean, that is maybe it's a Kiefer Sutherland situation where they're like, we need a big name. Yeah, but like, what person's going to go into that show? Because then my question is, who is that show for then? Because if Nerds, it's not for losers, fans of Halo. Norks, anyone that likes like, Halo is for? a fuck. Let me, let me go on record here. It's for fucking losers because anyone that likes <laughs> Halo is a loser. Oh. Um, Xbox yeah. lovers? Yeah, Xbox. P- Wait, PC game? That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said it. Um... <clears throat> video games yeah video games what have you been up to what have you been playing uh i feel like we should start with you really um okay yeah uh first off i have been playing a lot of um traditional games lately checkers no or cheesy more like card games that's not a traditional i think traditional game i think monopoly monopoly i think stratego do you play stratego shouts out once again my dad we love stratego well, he would be, we bought a Stratego set when I was like nine and we played all the time. Do you know what Stratego is? I, I've seen it. That was always a game. That was a game actually whenever I was like getting really into board games. I was like, that uh, one actually see, seems like Stratego like rules. So if you don't know, Stratego is basically it's a board. You have all these little pieces that have uh, numbers on them from one to nine. And there's a flag. Your job is to find the other person's flag. And basically mm. higher number wins. The idea is that the other player can't see your pieces and you can't see theirs. And so when you move your piece onto their board, you each show the numbers and it, the higher number dies. I'm sorry, like the lower number, lower number ones. I mean, yeah. so one is your strongest piece. You only have one, one, right? Mm, okay. Then you, you have a couple, one, two, a couple threes, and they have a bunch of nines, nines die. There's also bombs. Bombs can't move, but if anything hits them, they die except for eights because eights are the bomb diffusers. Okay. And you have a spy. A spy is the only thing that can kill a one. See, that they actually died anything sounds like else. interesting. And so the idea is that you're using your nines to try to kill that. It's like, you get to put your board however you'd like. You can mm-hmm. put the flag anywhere. You can put the bombs anywhere. 
you know, you could you could put your one up front and just start running through, but if they hit a bomb, they're dead. And the idea is it's capture the flag. Uh right. Insanely fun. Play that with my dad all the time. There is a game that is kind of similar to that um or at least the way that you've explained it reminds me of battle for rokugan which is an l5r game uh that fantasy flight did um it's Mm -hmm. insanely fun it's basically you just like you like you choose your clan that you play as yeah um and then you uh each take turns placing units into uh the different parts of the map that you would wish to attack mm-hmm. um, and they're all hidden numbers and the whole point of it is that like some of your pieces like you you always have a blank piece which is like a bluff attack it's like you could set it there and be like hey i'm gonna move into this line area and try to take it over and then they would have a chance to like place units there or try to spread their army to try to take over other lands and then you would like I think it's like five rounds that you would keep like checking to see like what you take over and what you not uh, take over. But I love that game. And if no one's played it, like if you haven't played it, go check out that game. I think it's a little bit harder to find now. But yeah, Battle for Rokugan is a fucking amazing board game. It's on eBay for like $115. Holy shit. That I got it like for fucking like 30 <laughs> and then not only that um i lost a piece of the this looks like plan and i this emailed looks them like and they um, sent me a new one for free this awesome. looks like risk mixed with stratego yeah it's kind of like that it's really fun I, I mean i just i usually play stratego i should try that out sometime maybe try that out. maybe that's uh so, um, We'll, we'll like when we do our packs panel, we'll have a Stratego. We're 100%. Hey, I'm committed to trying to get a packs panel. I am too. Uh, I, I gotta, it'll be, I figure they want something that's more about video games. So maybe it'll be, here's my idea for a packs panel. What do you think about this live, uh, uh, brainstorming on air? It was going to be, uh, the name of the podcast, which I can't say because it'll end the episode, right? Uh, presents why you should uh, be a trophy hunter and why you should never be a trophy hunter. And then it's you and me just debating on why it's like the the fun of trophies and why it's from your perspective on why it's ruining video games. Oh my gosh. That's great. I think that'd be like a debate. Like you and me stand on other sides of like podiums. I figured, yeah, it could be like a debate. We'll get someone to be like our debate moderator. Like I'll pull in like someone that I know that's there. Like we could ask, I don't know if Frank's going or Jared or something. Hey, hey, this is a really good idea. And I already have like 10 ideas of it running through my head. It's like how to even interact like with people that would come. Like, oh my gosh. This is that's oh, a great idea. Like a, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay. gotta we gotta we gotta do that. All right. Um mail oh, mail yeah. put this in, put this podcast in envelope, mail it to yourself. That way it's copyrighted. No one can steal. Uh <laughs> the layman's copyright. What 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 traditional games have you been playing? Other than that, uh I've been playing a lot of uh the Digimon trading card game and I, I Oh 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 hey hey you have something. I do. I might have spoiled something a little bit. Oh, man, this is interesting now. I sent Chris a present. Yeah, that's true. Um, is it play play the live present unwrapping theme song? Oh, OK, here we go. All right. Did you guys I sent you a present? I went to the, the Portland retro game swap meet and I saw something there. Mm-hmm. And the first thought I, I, out of my head was Chris must own this. And I bought it and I sent it to you. Yeah. And now it's time for you to open the gift. All right. Let me grab it one second. OK for you at home i am waiting for chris to get the present um 
hey, do you like Elden Ring? Guess what? I'm about to talk about Elden Ring for like 30 minutes when it's my turn. <laughs> this is a this is an Alpha Protocol podcast, but it's gonna be a lot of Elden Ring. Hey, go ahead. Okay, so Bro, what, what is your guess of what is in this uh, uh, present? Um, I'm trying to I, just I first thing on your head. Go. What is it? What is it? Go. I don't know why, but my mind goes to Digimon Racing on the GPA. <laughs> open it. Oh, it's a little big for that, but go ahead yeah. and open it up. All right. Here we go. How's the uh, unpacking it sounds ASMR? Good. It sounds good. All right. Chris, I have an important question for you. Uh-huh. Chris, will you be my Valentine? That's right. <laughs> it's an unopened original box of Digimon Valentines for elementary kids. Holy shit. Dude, this is tight. 32 Digimon Valentines with stickers and envelopes. Oh, fuck. That you would find at the Walmart when you were in elementary school and you had to buy. Uh, well, Digimon would have been past when I was in elementary school. But I remember in elementary school and it was Valentine's time and you would get a pack of 32 because the teacher said you had to give one to everybody in the class no matter what. Yo, I and know that nobody can see this right now, but the artwork on the back of it, like on all the different cards is so good. I love it's the classic artwork so much. Uh, I figured you would uh, respect <laughs> it more than anyone. You, yeah. you, you, now you have an option. You can either keep it unopened on your shelf or do you open it up and <sighs> display all 32 in like a frame? Because I assume there'll be some duplicates in there. They're not all yeah. 32 different. That way you can have some open, some unopened. It's yours to do with, yours to do with as uh, needed, but uh, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, thank uh, you. Month, this uh, month, rules. A month late. <laughs> no, I saw that. I saw someone, someone just had a, like a box of like unopened, like literally just a box of weird, different, like Valentine's cards that you would find in Walmart, like 20 years ago. And I saw Digimon one. I was like, oh, well, clearly, <laughs> clearly Chris needs to own this. No one else Absolutely. in the planet would, uh appreciate this anyway so this is there a you cool, go like I, I should put this with all my sealed boxes of digimon <laughs> there you go like I, um, this is a box that no one's got that i've got <laughs> i'm sorry so much, yeah, put it in put it in fucking lucite and send it to wada and get it rated uh <laughs> what uh what were you gonna say about digimon no, i'm sorry yeah, to cut you I, off. i've been playing a lot of the digimon card games they just had their first like uh, regional event like in person this last weekend and so I was watching that on like stream and then uh, I, I really want to play the Pokemon TCG really bad but here's the thing that game is insanely expensive right now not only that the uh, the metagame isn't it it's not the best because uh, it's just a lot of uh, Mew running around and if you're not playing Mew you're playing Gengar and that's kind of the format hell but, yeah I mean get, listen I was never the biggest fan of Gengar, but Haunter, mm -hmm. out of the, the original 151, that's my homie. I love Number Hunter's one with a bullet. I think I like Haunter. Hunter's design more than Gengar's. If I was ever to get a... Yeah, because Gengar's just a big spooky ghost, like a big yeah. bulbous ghost, where Haunter's like your classic. He's The fact that his arms aren't attached, that's yeah, what I, I was like. Yeah, he's just got like floating hands uh, and stuff. If I was to ever get a Pokemon tattoo, it would be of Haunter. I'm never going to get a Pokemon tattoo, but I'm just saying if I would. It how much would it take? Uh, see, I know how much it would take for you to get a Big the Cat tattoo. How much well, would see, it take I don't for you to like get a Haunter big tattoo? I see $5,000. I get a big, the cat tattoo $4,000. I get a uh, haunter tattoo. Hey, uh, Bill Gates, ca I know you're out there. Cash, cash only. And you have to hand it to me and you have to pay for the tattoo on top of the $5,000. Yeah. Oh yes. It's plus the cost of the tattoo. Okay. Uh, we're actually, we're going to call hunter $4,500. Uh, -oh. uh, yeah. Anyway, 
What if it was like Sorry. uh the hunt so it's like Haunter and then he's evolving into Big the Cat. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> uh but yeah, like uh so and then Pokemon also had their first regional back since the pandemic. So um I've I've been just knee deep what's, into card games and I just want to play the card games. Oh, pandemic! I'm yeah, pandemic. fucking stupid. I thought you said the panda mix. I was like, is yeah, that the a panda mix? Tur- you know? Is that a I mean, tournament? Uh, Pong- what the Pongoro fuck are you talking about? Really good. Yeah. That was never a thing. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, I I am such a big card game nut, and eventually, when regionals start happening more frequently, and like normal tournaments start happening, there will probably be like me jumping onto the show and just being like, "Hey, here's the tournament report. Here's how terrible or how well I did." <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I'm just itching to to play card games with people. <laughs> I miss it so much. Uh, oh, and then um, Pokemon, there, there's a new app coming out, though. Like, they're getting rid of their old shitty, uh, like, online gaming app, uh, Pokemon TCG Online, and they're changing to something called Pokemon TCG Live. And the cool thing about it is that you can play it on your phone. So I absolutely cannot wait. And I'm looking for like anyone. If anyone's out there just slightly interested in Pokemon, I can tell you how to be a good player. I can't make you a good player (laughs) because that's totally in your own hands. But uh, I can I can help you uh, with decks or whatever. But I just look I'm looking for somebody to play when that game comes out. So uh, because I will be playing it a lot. And then um i can't wait to just really get back into tournaments again and then i have been playing a little bit of stranger paradise but i think it's something that like i want to talk about at a later time like i'm not i'm i'm like 20 hours into that game and i feel like i'm still kind of uh i feel it's like you, i'm scratching you're not there that it. you can't say anything about it yet like i i'm i get it I, I was sitting there counting because like all the different worlds or all the different levels are based on like different elements of other Final Fantasies and I'm like I'm still missing like this one, this one, this one, this one and like kind of going down the list and I'm like I don't really know how long this game is. I feel you're, like I'm either halfway or like You're further along than me but I'll say so yeah. far I don't see any of the other game stuff that you're talking about but I completely see the exact storyline of Final Fantasy 1. Yeah, uh, have you done the second? I yeah, am on done, the. Fifth, I'm on the. I, I'm on the. Yeah. I just completed the fifth mission. Uh, the second uh, level is Sestasha, the f- the first dungeon of Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, you know what? I was playing that last night, and I made the joke that this is the Dead Mines from WoW. Yeah, and then my friend Mike, who plays Final Fantasy, I was like, "No, it's Nastasha," and you're you're absolutely right. Okay, so I have seen that. I just forgot about it. And then I but think the I also want to say that that is the fucking. That is the fucking dead mines from WoW. Like, yeah. if you go through some caves, and then there's a big pirate ship, and you fight a pirate man at the end. It's like, that's fucking WoW, I, dude. I did think um, it was clever, though, that the, the first, like, mini-boss you fight in that level is a coral, which is the first thing you fight uh, in that dungeon. Yeah. So I thought that I was could, neat. I, I feel like that's less of a... Uh, this is directly from Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 14 and more. This is from Final Fantasy 1, but we had these assets... And also, it's a nice little... I, I think it's less... I know that we were talking before, you, like, everyone's like, oh, it's some weird, like, world of Final Fantasy, and I... Maybe I'm not far enough, and I'm thinking it's less they're saying, this is from that, and more it's like, this is a little mod, but it's still Final Fantasy 1. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, from what but I, I guess we'll know for sure once we play more. Exactly. That's... Because even... 
as I'm again like 20 hours into the game, I'm still kind of trying to figure out if the different worlds being based on you know all, or the different levels being based on like the different worlds of Final Fantasy if that is intentional to uh the story or something or if it's just something that they were like oh wouldn't it be fun if you just kind of like went through these areas cuz even like the uh music is uh it, it like has like lay motif that is just like mm-hmm. oh parts of those songs and I'm like hey that's cool like I heard that little bit uh, like when I was doing the the Final Fantasy thirteen level, I was like, "Oh, hey, that's the the music that's like the bum, 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 bum. and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like I like that." Um, I think yeah. my my theory is that it's less a giant com- like it's a giant world and more it's like these are little homages for yeah. fans. That's I think me. that's what it is. Um, but yeah, okay. But yeah, that's- I'm I'm really enjoying the game right now. Uh, it is, uh, it's it's how i would like to play a souls game but not being a well souls game speaking of souls games let's yeah. chuck this shit in the trash <laughs> and talk about what will absolutely be the game of the year uh i'm calling it now uh let's go to the platinum report hell yeah uh i am this is going to be the the smallest platinum report in recorded history of this podcast holy shit only 11 new Platinums in two weeks because I spent a lot of that time playing fucking Elden Ring. So let me just go through some other shit first and then I want to speak on Elden Ring. So since last time, the last thing that I had Platinum before we did the last episode was the Ratchet & Clank game. So since then, I have Platinum. Would you like to run an Idol Cafe 2 on PS4 and PS5? That is a <clears throat> digit, That's another graphic or visual novel made by that company that I think is making underage lesbian games. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think this is... I, I I'm concerned now this one is I stopped and I read some stuff instead of just like powering through it to get the platinum mm-hmm. and this is at a high school oh no and you're making girls kiss each other and I'm like I want to stress once again it's not to get canceled not a problem with the girls kissing themselves part mm-hmm. or each other you can kiss yourself all you want to uh these are underage children <laughs> yeah that that feels like a uh, hang on i'm i'm looking at your psn profiles and i'm seeing the uh, like thumbnail of uh it's it's the more like four by three thumbnail not the one so with the, like, the three girls and this girl's eyes are too far apart there yes absolutely so we are looking out there when it's the big one oh in a square God. that's a ps5 game and when it's the small tyler one that's oh, a ps4 okay. game for some reason ps4 and ps5 ever done uh hey glad to announce that our friends at uh Christian Breakthrough Gaming are back with Bowling Story <laughs> 4, Jane and Pammy version. Oh Games God. are getting easier. Um, Pogi, the people that make a bunch of the like the word puzzle games that I actually mm. legitimately like playing, they have a new game called Word Breaker that is literally just Wordle. Uh, yeah, it's what it looks like. Hey, I love Wordle. I did hey, Wordle's every day. great. Yeah, Wordle. I great. love Wordle, and I'm very. I did today's. I got it in two ooh, because I'm very smart. Um, and so they just made a game that's. I played it twice. The first time was actually playing world the second time it's like well i've already done the puzzle so i just no you know answers. looked up a list of the answers but yeah. it's like hey it's fun to play wordle i like playing wordle uh we have a contender for now the easiest platinum of all time well oh. there's a game called radioactive dwarfs evil from the sewers <laughs> it is a 17 seconds li- what the fuck oh, hold on listen to this shit so this game is actually like after I did the trick to get the platinum, I played it for a few minutes and it's like it's a pretty fun like homage to like 
late or like early 90s Apple computer games. Yeah. So the whole thing is that you're uh, you're a, like a lady in the sewer who is trying to get away from dwarfs. So it's all about like getting to the end and it plays like an old Apple IIe game. The only problem is all the trophies are based on beating the game. And when you start the game, you're in the sewer down a ladder. If you just turn around and go up that ladder, <laughs> you get a secret ending where the lady goes, screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. And it unlocks all the trophies. <laughs> this rules. What a, so, great, what a great idea for a game. How much did this uh, game cost? $5. Hey, if you want a $5 platinum trophy. I wouldn't suggest it unless you're sick like me. Uh, we then also, I did go back to the break series for a very specific reason. I got St. Patrick's Day break head to head on St. Patrick's Day. I just hey, thought that was right. funny. Uh, we then, okay, skip over this for a second. We'll get back to it. I platinum Elden Ring oh, on yeah. the PS5. We'll talk about that in a second. I needed a break after... Elden Ring. So I did platinum the PS5 version of Task Force Campus, which is a very fun, legitimately fun uh, uh, shmup game that I've already platinum on PS4, PS, uh, PS Vita, and a physical PS Vita version. It is a uh, shmup where the idea is that if you stop shooting and are dodging, you can regen health. And the music of that game is legitimately good. Uh, it's like it's got this weird dubstep soundtrack to it that goes in tune with the shooting of a bunch of the bosses. Oh, that's cool. I, I think it's fun. I really do. I, I know that it's only Wait. like a 20 to 30 minute platinum, but I legitimately think that is a fun game for five bucks. Why does it have Agumon in like a King's Cape? Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the main Digiman. I, oh, the little that's called a Choco and you have to collect them. They fall out of meteors uh-huh. uh, they give you if you get enough, you unlock new ships. Then I needed a little cooldown. Uh, so I, you know, I got the cooldown from Elden Ring. I decided to plunge into a really hard game, something that was really going to test my limits. So I did get the platinum in Mega Mind on PS3. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Shut out Mega Mind. <laughs> and then what was going to be the OK, I'm very excited to talk about this because you're going to you're going to think I'm an insane lunatic. I started playing Skylanders Spyro's Yo, Adventure. That game. Hold, hold, hold on. That game is actually pretty fun, but the, the, the platinum is actually very, very rare. It's hard because I'm to the almost the end of the game. There's 22 chapters and I'm on chapter 18. There's a trophy for the end of that one for beating the final boss of that section, which is to fight. So all the final bosses are you fighting evil versions of the Skylanders three at a time. You fight one. Then you do a middle section where it's like an avoid the lasers type thing. Yeah. Then you fight another one. Then you do a harder version of that. And then you fight the third one. Then you fight all three at once. The thing is to get this trophy, you have to beat them all with one of the starting. Uh, I was about to say Pokemon. One of the starting Skylanders basic attack. It's you have to use Gilgrunt's water hose. But for some reason, you can only use Gilgrunt on the, for this trophy. Oh, okay, um, okay. you have to use Gilgrunt only. And you only can use his square attack. But the problem is, like, in between these laser attacks, they drop food so you can get health back. But the, the cutscene is so long that the food despawns sometimes, so oh, I'm not no. getting it. If they made it actively hard on purpose. The, the last trophy of this uh, game is to beat the final boss with only one Skylander without switching. And the thing is, the final boss is to beat all, like, 21 other Skylanders in a row yeah. without dying. So... They made it hard on purpose for one reason, and I've succumbed to it. Yesterday, I spent $30 on eBay, and I'm having sent to me all of the extra Skylander little power-ups where you put, like, a potion on, and it gives you all your health back, or you put this on, and swords appear and start fighting for you. So I've bought physical cheat codes that are coming in the mail. I will platinum that once those come in, because this game's fucking, this game cheats. You should have let me know, because I have, like, all of them. 
What? Yeah, like I've I've got like all of the first like two generations of Son of a bitch. Are you fucking? Oh, well, yeah. Now now they're all coming. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's I, been. I loved that game. Me, is, me and uh, my wife it is it together. It is too much talking with of shit you can't skip. Mm-hmm. But the actual gameplay, it's like it's fine. It's, yeah, the gameplay you know, is like I was kind of surprised. It's gauntlet for it. children. It's yeah, gauntlet that's for exactly what it, that. And I think that's why I liked it so much is when we were playing it because I was a huge gauntlet head growing up. And gauntlet uh, Dark Legacy on the N sixty four is the best gauntlet game. I just want to say that. I like Outlaws more. Or maybe it was he's really good. I don't remember what it was the whichever one that you could play on N64 and you could upload your save onto the expansion pack and then you could go to the arcade and put in your N64 expansion pack oh, and so cool. put upload your data. Whichever one that was. Yeah, I always played it on Dreamcast. I was a dream. Yeah, I played baby. it on I was I'm an N64 man myself. Anyway, that puts us at world rank 550. Uh, country rank 87 we have 30,491 trophies 1074 platinums overall but i want to talk about elden ring because you're talking about how it's like oh this is what i want a dark souls game to be and i couldn't agree less because i uh am not having fun with final fantasy origins i think it's pretty i I, it's not bad i think it's completely like mediocre Mm -hmm. it is i believe the words i used to describe to you were it is a dollar store neo now you want what could be possibly the best game, video game ever made legitimately? Like, not my favorite because that's well Persona 5, but could actually be like the best single video game ever made by humans. Let me tell you about Elden Ring. Elden Ring is everything that people have been saying about Breath of the Wild for the last four <laughs> years, but true. I think that Breath of the Wild is boring, mediocre, and, and gets dull after about a couple hours. Uh-huh. Elden Ring is so fucking good that i put 80 hours into that game i spent three three and a half hours on the final boss alone just because it was such a bitch and i'm having to stop myself from go to buy a ps4 copy and play it right now again really? all over again God damn. And the only reason is because other games are coming out but i'm definitely going to double plat this game when there's either either later this year when there's a break point or like as a treat to myself sometime next year elden ring fucking rules first of all open world so you can go anywhere at any time mm-hmm. there is stuff that's gated by the story but people have already found ways around that so fuck that the world is massive everything that you find you can go anywhere you can find all of this shit going on there's quest lines throughout the whole game and they're adding more and unlike breath of the wild where it's like oh i found a dungeon what i get i get another seed because they all all they do is they give you one of those little seeds and you can upgrade whatever the actual dungeons in this game are all different, all have their own stories, all give different rewards at the end. The gameplay variations are massive. There's so many different ways that you can build your character. Um, there is full dungeons, small dungeons, overworld stuff. There's fucking maps upon maps. There's secret underworld, uh, like cities. Elden Ring will... it. I don't see a world where I don't call Elden Ring game of the year at the end. Spoilers for December. When we do our end of the year podcast, Elden Ring is going to win. I feel that way about Stranger Paradise right now. I don't don't trust you. (laughs) Because I feel like the only reason you like Stranger of Paradise is because it's got the word Final Fantasy. (laughs) No, I, I I don't agree. If you took the... I if you took the bullshit lip biscuit man and his little I want to kill chaos off and it was the same exact 
like gameplay hey, actually aspect, i'll disagree because the, it, i've already downloaded neo because it this game i am enjoying Neo's so better, much neo that is I a better neo now neo is a better game than this i i'm excited to check it out like it was something that i always kind of like you know skipped over because it was like oh if i want to play a like a dark souls ish game i'll play dark souls but like I you should play elden Ring. like it i should play, should elden, play elden, Ring. elden see i i i think i'm too like the the one thing i really like about stranger paradise right now is that it is level to level to level right then you're gonna like neo because neo is the way that neo works is that there's like a handful of levels but then when you go to this level there's three or four different missions so it's always the same map when you do these but like what you have to do and where you start is different yeah so like it's a smaller map to get elden ring is one continuous giant like yeah and that's what's scary to me right it is the absolute like the you know that dumb phrase there's a mountain over there you can go to it yeah this is the game that is finally this is the there's a mountain over there you can go to a game <laughs> i mean because you can go to fucking everything I'm, I'm there's so like much chill with th- that this game's like... been out for weeks now and there's still so much hidden shit there are hidden like there are hidden walls that you can find like if you bang on a wall it'll disappear mm-hmm. and you can find it and pass somebody found a wall the other day that only opens if you hit it 50 times what the fuck yeah there is Dude, just Miyazaki is on the whole nother shit level. upon shit upon shit the story of this game makes no damn sense until you start to think about it and then it's the best story that uh, an, uh that a dark Soul, like a from software game has ever had huh See, I, I love this game. I I really want to check it out. It's just I don't know if I'm ready for another open world game right now. This game will consume your life. This yeah. is a hey, I'm gonna play. I'm 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 scoring that we're doing. This is the welcome to the Elden Ring episode. This is also the Elden Ring episode. <laughs> this game gets a platinum for fun, a platinum for trophies. There's only two missable, three missable trophies. There's a couple missable trophies, but they're not that like there's one uh, trophy for getting all of the legendary weapons. And there's one weapon that you have to get when you're in a dungeon or else later in the game, the dungeon disappears. But you have to go so much farther like you have ample time, right? You can finish that dungeon and it's still there. It's not until you do something far, far, like almost till the end of the game that changes the world. That's like that's your point of of like you better have done this one thing. Mm -hmm. Um but you have ample time. There's also some ending trophies that uh, that contradict each other, but with good use of save scumming, you can get them all in one playthrough. And it's not even that hard. You just have to do one quest line. You have to do one quest line up to a point, but not finish it. And then you go, you beat the final boss. Then you, before doing what you do to end the game, you just back up your save to the cloud and then do the normal ending download your save again do the secondary ending you already set up download your save again go finish that other storyline uh fast travel back and end the game so it's like it's nothing hard that's another great thing this game does uh that has not been in any souls games before there is a giant world map and fast travel between bonfire points uh also and this is going to sound really stupid why i'm so happy about it for the first time ever in a souls game there's a jump button yeah like i've seen people using it as like a like you can jump off your horse and then jumping in have like a double jump or something like that you can do like a jumping attack and just like yeah but it's also really great for discovering secrets there's a end level boss that is one of the supposed to be very very hard that someone found that there's a way to jump over his arena 
And so the only thing that like activates his his AI to start attacking you is walking through the door. So people are able to at level two jump just this way, get in, kill him because the AI does not respond, and you get like four hundred eighty thousand souls, god or runes, whatever they're called. So it's like you can go from level two to level like sixty, and at the very beginning of the game, it's like, well, I'm set. Um, Nasty, I got a question. Does since the so game good. is open world and you can kind of yeah. like do it in yeah. your own order, I guess. Yes. Uh, does everything scale to level or no. is it set? No, everything is set level. Okay. So there so is you can, like a theoretical like pattern that you should go in. There is a path that you're supposed to go, and the game will help you when you stop at a at a. Um, they're called sites of lost grace. But, you know, they're bonfires, which is really nice because then it leads, led to the you can go and touch grace. So, you know, you know, that thing where people are like, yo, go and touch grass, man. That's the joke <laughs> yeah. about this. game. Yo, dude, fucking go touch grace. Um, so if you touch a grace and then you look at your map, there'll be this gold arrow from the side of grace saying, hey, we think that a good story way for you go would be this way. And so it's trying to, like, lead you to what the story is saying you should be right. doing next. But you can also just go fuck off and do whatever you want. Okay. That makes more sense then. Because I was was wondering how that worked since I knew it was an open world game. Like, that's why I think Zelda uh, works so well is because everything's kind of set, but you're like, you don't have a progression and level. It's more of what resources you're acquiring throughout the journey to beat, you know, whatever bosses in your life. Everything has a, everything has an, Everything has a power level that is set at the start of the game and nothing, you know, grows or decreases with your level. It's just that, hey, the first boss, if you you could, if you're good enough, I've seen people, you know, the speed run right now is like 28 minutes to beat this. Yeah, game. I saw that. That's also that's a lot of like skipping shit and like, yeah, going through things. But it's like if you're talented enough, you could go at level one and beat the first boss or you can go and explore like the entire first continent spoilers there's more than one part to this map you're gonna get this map and uh, it's gonna be like this big area and you're like whoa and then you're gonna find an area to the east and to the south and you're like whoa this map is big then you're gonna find even more shit to the north and then more north and then the northeast and you're like this map is fucking huge then you'll accidentally stumble down into the subterranean world that is beneath you and then you'll find out there's four of those and you're just like this game's (laughs) fucking amazing god damn it sounds really cool i i think I would like to check it out. I think that might be a summer game for me. Like I might check that out then. Something that you can, I, this game took me two weeks. The only reason this game took me two weeks to platinum is because I had to take five or six days off in the middle there to play that fucking wretched clank game. That's your fault. (laughs) You ruined, you, you tainted my Elden experience. Uh, what's really funny is they, I spent all my time building this mage build that was like fucking obliterating shit. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got to the boss where it's like, you want to have this build and use this for it, which was the fire giant. I load up the game after work and they patched it and they ruined all my shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Thankfully, by when they patched it, they made something else better. So the oh, other okay. thing that this game has, which is unheard of in a souls game is they have the ability to respec. Oh, which is huge yeah. in demon souls, dark souls, whatever. It's like, once you've put points into a build, you're set. If you, you fuck up, you fucked up. If you better start farming souls because you you know yeah, change because there's no other way. There's usually this one, like one other opportunity to do it, but it like costs you a lot to basically no, do that, right? In this game, what are you talking about in Dark like Souls? Like in yeah, in past Dark Souls. No, games, absolutely so. not. There's oh, no way to. There's no way. Shit is you, 
your choices are set in stone. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> in this game, once you've beaten a specific, uh, I think they call them greater foe. Yeah, it's, once you beat a, a uh, well, fuck, I don't have to say. Once you beat the second main big dungeon mm-hmm. and you beat the boss there, the boss doesn't die. Like you, you knock them out of there like bad shit. You don't actually kill them. Yeah. And now it's like, if you can bring this person, I'm trying not to say what it is to give no spoilers. If you can bring this person a very specific um, ingredient that is out, there's a limited number in the world, but there's not, you know, there's like 20 of them. So it's like you have a bunch, but if you can find specific things, you can bring them to this person. And what, how it works is you do what's called a rebirth, which is they put you back. They don't give you your souls back. Instead, they give you all your levels back. When you pick a class, you oh, start okay. at a level, right? And they go, okay, uh, like when I did it, okay, you're level 130. Uh, when you started the game, you picked a class that started at like level 12 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're now level 12 again, and you can put this many levels into whatever you want. And it shows you where you started when, you know, when you were about to do the rebirth so you can sh- see the difference in numbers like yo you had 30 in vigor and now you're only putting 27 so you are going to lose this much health you know shit like that so it's very wow, good that's so you can really play convenient like so i went from a pure intelligence build to a dex arcane build which is all based around blood loss and the use of this uh special katana called rivers of blood okay because what's really cool is there are a bunch of status effects that you can put poison on people you can People go mad, but one of them is called blood loss. And basically blood loss is a stacking debuff that you can put on an enemy that when it hits hundred percent, it takes a large percentage of their health. See, So it's like, you're not poisoning them. Like blood loss doesn't do anything, but once you hit hundred percent blood loss, it's like the bleed isn't damage over time. The bleed is a giant chunk of health, which is great right. on bosses. So I found this katana called rivers of blood that after they did the upgrade, it wasn't scaling right with arcane, which is a basically arcane is your luck stat. Uh, but it also on this dedicates how much more blood loss you do. So with this special uh, blade and it's what it's called, it's ash of war or it's special art, which is um, you now understand playing stranger paradise. I know you said you switched to the other uh, style uh, controller style, but the way that you play Elden ring is that R one and R two are your light and heavy attacks. Yeah. 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 And then L two is whatever your like main hand weapons ash of war is, which is like a special ability on this one. It's called corpse piler, where basically you do like a three hit flurry, but at the end of every hit, you fire like a shot of blood off of it and it just stacks even more blood loss. So basically what you do is that you roll into the boss and then you just get up. It's a butt. And then you just slash, 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 slash. And you just fucking melt people because it's doing a bunch of attack damage. And at the same time, stacking bleed so that you get even more attack there is this boss called melania blade of michaela that is like the it is a optional boss but it's the hardest boss in the game okay i don't believe that anymore having fought the final boss which i think is the hardest boss but this is that boss if you've you've seen any like of the videos online of you know those people going like oh people call this the hardest boss i don't think it's that hard and then this chick just dashes forward and one shots people and then that guy goes okay i see it now um it's a very hard (laughs) boss fight and i was trying to do it with magic and it just she was moving too fast magic is all about uh most of the magic can be dodged unfortunately and so i threw my head against that thing for about three hours one night three hours the next night and then that's when i was like fine i'll come back to it later because i was also a little under leveled going to my friends were just like you should not be doing this until you've done a couple more bosses well that fucking patch hit and it 
kind of tanked what I was trying to do. And so I switched to the dex build. I went and I fought a couple bosses, got a couple more levels. I went back to that uh, hardest boss in the game and I melted her on the second try. Uh, be, her whole thing is that her first phase, that part sucks. And she's got a second phase where she has a second health bar and she moves even fucking faster. But like with that bleed, it's just like, oh, you're dead. Slash, 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 slash. Now I will say you're thinking, oh, I can just do this bleed build and start winning from the game. The thing is that the bleed build that I was using is all end game materials. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So there's some stuff like there are already like ways in the new uh, build that people are like, yo, you can cheese this and you can get this one uh, weapon called the death poker that does like death magic and it stacks like these explosions on people. So people are always finding that's the great thing about this. People are finding builds all the time. Spencer, who is the DM for me and Frank and Brian's uh, D&D show. Yeah. He is trying to play the entire game just with fist weapons. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like fist weapons suck. <laughs> but he's like, now nah, I'm going to punch my way through this game. I'm like, I don't. There's some final bosses that I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you're going to do this. But I believe in these. The fact that people can are just finding funny builds is great. There's yeah, so many different I, ways to play this. Like, you never have to play this game one way. All ga- All things are viable. Some things are just harder than others. That's kind of one thing I've noticed from other Souls games. It's, it's like, it seems to be pretty limited in the set of like what it gives you to play the game. Uh, but this one seems way more open, and I'm I'm really oh, loving that. Like, I, there's options. a lot of videos I've even seen where it's just people being like, "Oh, I thought this game was supposed to be hard," and they like summon three ghost dudes, and then they just like fight the boss for oh, the dude. That's the, yeah, so that's the thing. They added a thing it's called like, oh, Spirit oh, Ashes, which is. So all these games have always had the ability to like pull in, you know, your buds as go or yeah, as random like other players help you. and stuff. What they added for people who are like, I want a little bit of help. So it's not just me versus the boss, but I don't want to call in other people is you can find these things called spirit ashes, which are they can only be summoned in very specific places. It's usually just in boss fights. Uh, and then in the open world, when there's an open world boss fight is the only place you can do them. Like there's a little symbol on your screen that'll say you can summon it now. Right. Um, and what they are is you can find them around the world and just like weapons, you can upgrade them and they will summon like little companions. So like the one that everybody uses in the beginning is like three wolves or a bunch of spear guys, or I, one that was really good. That was like two undead skeleton spearmen, which they were cool because if they died, like they have health bars, but if you don't, the skeletons in this game, how it works is if you, you kill a skeleton, it will resurrect. If you don't destroy oh, like the body before bones. it resurrects. Yeah. And so it's like a dry bone. So it's like these things will die. They don't have a lot of health. They'll die, but they'll get back up unless the boss specifically attacks them while they're down. And then that gave me time to get in the back and fire my giant, you know, Kamehameha wave. Right. Um, and then you can eventually find legendary ones. Like you can find a big headless guy. You can find this black knife Tish guy, which is an assassin that does um, like uh, blood loss magic. Or the best one is you can find this thing called the mimic tier, which is literally you just summon yourself. I was going to say, like, uh, hey, PC modders, I know you're out there. Can somebody uh, mod the skeleton ghost oh, dudes into dry bones? And I've already seen <laughs> crazy shit on, like, one of the, okay, so when you first play the game, you go through a little tutorial place. You're supposed to lose to the boss on purpose. That's how it works. Right, yeah. And then you get out and you come into the world and you're in this open world. And it's like an oh shit moment. And the first thing, the first enemy you see is this guy riding up on a horse. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go kill this guy. N- r- mistake. <laughs> that guy is there to teach you that the world is dangerous because that is a level 60 enemy basically oh fuck and it's there to be like you can't attack everything you need to choose your battles right okay um 
I've seen people already modding that guy. Do you come out of the castle and this is instead of on a horse, it's that dude on Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> uh, so Why like, is Thomas the Tank Engine always like the first fucking thing that people mod into fucking video I don't games? Know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Macho Man Randy Savage version where like all the bosses are. Like, yeah, are dragons. So I want the dragons. Be like, oh yeah. Um, that's what I thought you were gonna say is that he rides up and he's like, oh yeah, boy, and then like hits you and you die. <laughs> that would that would be good. Uh, I can't. Fuck. I could talk about this could be an entire episode, but the thing is, I don't want to spoil too much because the game is still rather new. Yeah, I suggest this game to anyone who has ever played a Souls game and thought that was fun. I suggest this game to anyone who's ever played Breath of the Wild and thought it was a good game when even it's, <laughs> even though they know that it's mid as fuck. Breath of um, the Wild's an amazing game. Breath Top of the Wild's tier. mid C tier. Um, it's not it's not a bad game but it's not a good game. It's, it's C tier definition. <laughs> it is the definition of a C tier game, much like strangers of paradise. Um, no. so <laughs> Elden ring, please play it. This has been the Elden ring segment brought to Elden. you by Ryan. Now is it time for the year of weird? Yeah. Speaking of, Oh, I also wanted to just say really quick as far yo, the streak. Oh yeah. Is it still alive? 91 days the streak going strong baby since december 22nd of december we've gotten 2317 trophies total we're on the 91 day streak damn is does, does that website tell you who has the longest streak uh yeah what's the longest streak is it like 10 years oh, i don't know because that, sh- that should be your new goal is to become the longest streak oh absolutely not <laughs> uh how many break games I, you gonna have to I play? Thought, I thought I thought it did. I guess it doesn't. I thought there was a way to be like, what's the longest? Oh, here, my tr- yeah, it's got. I can see mine, but I don't see. Oh, here, sites top fifty streaks. Oh my gosh, the number one streak and it's still ongoing is a guy named G Six T Day H F E. Good name. Uh, their tagline is "Dude Blueberries." C- classic. Uh, three thousand three hundred fifty one days. Woo. <laughs> Let's see how long is that. Let me. It's like 10 years. Trust the calculator here. Roughly, right? Three three years? Nine years years, and nine years. Nine years and uh, a couple months. Damn. That's fucking dedication. That guy's got a problem. (laughs) That guy needs some help. Somebody needs to, like, walk into that dude's house and just be like, do you you need... Someone needs to give that guy an award for being a hero. That guy needs to go see a movie one day. I celebrate this person and their achievement in being awesome. <laughs> Do you think they of- got the platinum in uh, Alpha Protocol? I mean, do you want me to look? Yeah, look it up. See if they've okay, got. I'm going to see if this person's got the. And if they don't, I want to talk about. Yeah. Then we, then we, we start a campaign where we email them, and be like, "Hey, you got to play this game because <laughs> it's something." See, here's the uh, thing. I need you to fill me in on what the story of that game was. What? Alpha, Alpha Protocol? Protocol? Yeah. Alpha Protocol's story is absolutely confusing, but I love it. And this, so let's get into it. Welcome. Play the year weird. Did we get a year weird theme song? I don't. Now we did. Did you put one in the last one? I think I did. I did something somewhere. See, again, whenever I edit these episodes, I, I sit there like for hours. And then once it's done, it exits my brain. And I. I totally forget everything that's happened <laughs> but yeah 
If, if this I might person, have RSS, this person has played Alpha Protocol, oh, but yeah. did not platinum it. Oh, the la- they have not played the game since January fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Was the last time they got a trophy in it. <laughs> you know what actually sucks? Uh, they beat the they beat the game. They just didn't go for the platinum. There, which I respect. There were no trophies for me. There were no achievements. There was nothing on the PC. Would you play version. it on? Oh, on the PC version. Yeah, which uh, I thought was fair, like weird. Like why wouldn't it, they just? You know, usually they just upload that into like the Steam one. But mm-hmm. there, there wasn't any, and I thought that was really strange. I want to shout out G6T Day FHFE. They are from what country is this? Is this fi- they're from Finland. They only have 171 oh, platinum trophies. They're like nothing. They're not platinum hunters. This person, I think, is just about the streak. Mm. They've played. They've played less games than me. They've completed far less, but their streak has been going for nine years. So I feel like. This person, yeah, this person doesn't play a lot of garbage. They play what they want instead of just playing for for platinums. As long as they get a trophy a day, I think that's all that matters to them. So, hey, everyone's got to find their their niche. Listen, I'm all I'm all about quantity. Some people are about quality. Some people are about difficulty. Some people about rarity. G6 T Day HFE is all about uh, the streak, and I can respect that. So, shouts out if you're listening. I know you are. If you ever want to write in or sorry, call in through email, through call in through writing and talk about your storied career, oh we God. would love to get in contact with That's you. what we should do. You know what? I might hang on. Okay. I might. I might. Well, this lead. person might not speak English because they are from Finland. There is no oh, chance of that. Everyone speaks English in Europe. That's don't. All right. Well, <laughs> most European languages are dying out just to fucking speak English. Amer- that's, that's the thing too in in fucking Japan, you're gonna get us in trouble no i'm not <laughs> that's not even like a controversial statement all right it's just I, true year of weird let's talk about it let's i it. picked a game a little backstory in this game this game was made by obsidian the people that made uh new vegas this was came out a couple months before new vegas um and it never got a follow-up it was made for sega i fucking love this game because I think it's so wacky and kooky that the idea behind Alpha Protocol is it's you could easily call this Mission Impossible the video game and yeah. it would totally fit. Would you agree with that? You're, you're not wrong. Like no, it's, it's definitely that. It is absolutely a Mission Impossible game. It is a third person. It reminds me a lot of Mass Effect. Yeah, I could see it is that. a third person shooter with uh, a XP system where you up your ability in specific guns and like gadgets and it has a it has a uh what's it called it has like a a like a social wheel wheel where you well it has a power wheel just like mass effect where it's like okay i'm using a pistol i can use the special pistol powers this game really is mass this game really is just mass effect in real life did it come before mass effect uh so this game came out june of 2010 when did Mass Effect come out? 2009. So right out, I can see I can see this game being very heavily inspired by Mass Effect. Yeah. Whenever I was playing it, I kind of got that feel. I was like, oh man, there's a lot of stuff in this that reminds. Th- there was something. There's one thing I think it does better than Mass Effect, and that's mm-hmm. in its dialogue. It gives you like a timer to say something, and I was like, oh man, I wish the Mass Effect games did that because uh, having watched you know my wife just play through all three of them uh it was like there'd be times where she'd be sitting there on a 
question and looking up like well how is this going to affect things and it's like I, I did like an alpha protocol where it was like no you have a time like come on hurry up the conversation is about to end like you need yeah. to say something or we're just going to choose whatever your your cursor is on like, all of the uh they they base their their social wheel off what they called the three J's, which is when you talk to someone, you have four options, you have a neutral option. And then there are three other options. It's like professional, aggressive and suave. And they base that off what they called the three J's of answering like Jason Bourne, Jack Bauer, or James Bond. Oh, really? Okay. So the, the professional, is Jason Bourne. The aggressive is Jack Bauer and the suave is James, James Bond. Bond. So it's That's like, why. those are, okay. those are the three to them. Those were the three archetypes, archetypes of spies. You had yeah. Jason Bourne. Who's, I'm just there to do a job and get out. You had Jack Bauer. Who's like, where's the fuck? I'm going to beat you up. I love 24 by the way. So that's <laughs> and then you had James Bond. Who's like, Hey, what's up? I'm James Bond. I'm going to sleep with all the ladies. Um, See, that's so when I was playing the game, I felt like a piece of shit, an even more piece of shit, James Bond, because I would do, like I almost always just did suave and anytime I had a chance to threaten somebody or just end a conversation, yeah. I would do that. Like That's I, more I was Jack such a dick. Like, like, just punch with it. What's great about uh, this game is it gives you the ability to do whatever you want. Yeah, like the <laughs> Okay, look, I'm about to spoil the shit out of this game. Um, there, there's, <laughs> there's a part at the end of the fucking game where, um, oh man, I can't remember Mina. Mina is like all tied up to a chair, and there's like bombs around her, and she's you like, did, "I don't you want fucking, you." And I was like, "Cool, see ya." And she fucking dies right you left there. Mina to die? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, You're I a was piece a of shit. I was like, I was a piece of shit through the whole oh, game. Anytime, I hate you. Like because I don't know what it was. It like the conversation went on forever in that game like this if you want to talk about games that fucking where conversations just keep going this is that game because yeah, but the thing is the thing oh is the conversations unlike other games where it's like there's too much writing for no reason mm-hmm. <coughs> final fantasy origins no the, the uh the the writing in this game and the story is important because what you pick up from them talking will come up later if you yeah. were paying attention yeah which i, I think is very important that. yeah like there, um, there's a lot of cutscenes that i skipped but there were a lot of times where i would be uh, like oh hey this is connecting up, to them you shit, fucked up so. by skipping a cutscene well i mean look th- there were too many of them <laughs> i wanted to get to the action like especially in the very beginning of the game because that was like i know for the whole first uh like section of the game because the way this game works is it's like you have a I, th- I think it's like four hubs like you you have like afghanistan and then you go to like uh moscow and then there's uh taipei and let me let me stop you there. yeah I, I'll, I'll i'll go over this when i talk about the story but okay yeah what it is is um first of all if you want to talk about a game that talks too much for nothing final fantasy origins <laughs> there's like you do that first mission and then it's two missions of literally nothing but cutscenes, and the writing no. is i've got it i've got no it is no that, the, you the, absolutely here's the difference Mission, ah, that game, no no because no, that game literally missions, the main character even no, says like stop I'm, talking i just I'm, I'm just let's now. do it i have the conscience it is my turn to talk <laughs> You do mission one of that game. Then mission two is just a cutscene, and mission three is just a cutscene. Mission four <sighs> is the next time that you. No, you can't dispute this. That is true. Yes, mission but those cutscenes are so short. Like they are not short. I let it run. That they're cutscenes. They're not like cut you're standing in your your uh, your house minutes, and you're just running around in circles waiting for me. something. <laughs> Listen to me. That cutscene is ten minutes long. No way. I. I 
fucking put it on and i was so bored but i didn't want to skip it in case something was important that i watched something on uh youtube about elden ring and it was over and the cutscene was still going that no third cutscene is even worse the characters suck these ca- i oh, hate the everyone in this game well, all right let's get let's get back in alpha protocol so yeah. i'm gonna explain alpha protocol alpha protocol the story is this your name is michael thornton and dependent on how you play the game you're either a veteran spy or you're a new recruit to something called alpha protocol uh alpha protocol is basically mi- like the mission impossible people right they're yeah. they're they're black ops they're there to do you know they're the fourth uh, what's the thing from um fifth from echelon? Sixth echelon or whatever yeah what from what is that why am i forgetting the name of it i want to say spy hunter but that's not right Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. That's not what it. What the fuck is the name of that game? Uh, is it with the goggles? Rainbow Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Yeah, this was I'm a worse so Splinter Cell. This is a better Splinter Cell. Oh no, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell sucks. Um, no, I don't like Splinter Cell. This is way better. Anyway, so the idea is that you've just been hired. Uh, well, actually, the game opens in what is it? In Medias Rest. The game opens at the end of the game where you're being uh, questioned about what happened before by the main bad guy. It's sort of like Persona 5 where like for the first like, you know, seven eighths of this game or whatever, you're playing in the past and then it catches up at the very end. Right. Which is kind of cool. And so the idea is you are this new recruit, Michael Thornton, who has been uh, recruited to be an alpha protocol and they do all of the black op shit that no one can know about. And so the first part of the game is the first hub. You are going on a mission to Saudi Arabia to take down uh, Sheikh Ali Shahid, who is the terrorist head of a group called Al Samad. Uh, they're basically generic bad guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you have four or five missions all about what are you going to do when you get there? What's really cool is you can tackle a lot of these in any order and they all have a purpose. What is super fucking cool about alpha protocol is the ability to set up your mission. So it's like, you can go on this mission is like, they ask you ahead of time. Hey, do you want to buy some Intel to get a better map? Do you want to buy some Intel that gives you a dead drop of a sniper rifle at this specific building? So like you can use your money to set up different ways to play missions. And then in the missions, when you're doing these missions, it's like, yo, uh, on, you went on a side path and you found uh, a data server where you can funnel their money to your account to get more resources later. So there's always extra shit, much like mm-hmm. Mass Effect, that you, this game is just Mass Effect, um, <laughs> that you can do. So, so I'm going to stop there. Sorry, the story is you, you sent to Saudi Arabia and you need to get intel so that you can kill the Sheik. Yeah. At the end of the first mission, you can either kill him or you can talk to him and let him go. I killed and this, <laughs> I killed everyone. I see. I, I played this game. I had to play this game <laughs> to get the platinum. You have to play this game two and a half to three times. There, oh, the reason two and a half is because with some smart saving, you can do a you can basically do your first run. You do it on easy and you just and you use the rookie thing because that's how you get uh, some very specific trophies. And there's a point about halfway through the game where you save it. And then you beat the game. Then you start, you do this, the second half of the okay. game a different way. And then you do your third run on the hardest difficulty, but it's new game plus. So you get to keep shit from the first run. So right. it's not as hard. And then you have to do it a third way. So it's like, this is a game where the different ways that you either talk to people or do missions will greatly influence things later in the game. So it's like, there are these three very specific endings where it's like, if you don't talk to this one person before you do this mission, there's no way to do this ending, which is very cool. I like shit like that. 
um, what game was just like that that I was just like, uh, I didn't talk to this. Oh, uh, that, that remember that game I was telling you about the Forgotten City, the one that yeah, was yeah, the, uh, the, like Skyrim mod, the Skyrim mod. Yeah, that that was the same thing where it's like if you do this before you do this, you've entirely lost your ability to do this. And in the Forgotten City, it was a little more nuanced, where it's like, oh, it's so stupid that I did everything right, but because I didn't, but because I solved this puzzle before this, when I talked to this lady, she was. I couldn't have the option to talk her down because I was like, why don't you tell me about this? I should have just been like, I've already solved it. It's okay. I don't have to shoot you. And she's like, no, nah, I want to shoot you anyway. So it's like, <laughs> that's where I don't like it. In this one, it's like, they straight up tell you, it's like, if you go to this mission before talking to this one character, he will be offended. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the option of doing that. And then you fuck yourself out of a bunch of stuff or you go talk to him and everything. So it's like, they give you more time, which is right. like, they straight up tell you, Here's what's going to happen if you do this. They 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 tell you this will happen if you don't do this, and so I appreciate that. Yeah, I anyway, I didn't notice that because so like ahead. on the affinity, there's like a every time you like start the mission, like whoever's giving it to you, it'll tell you like You're they don't like you, they fucking hate you. <laughs> you know what's like also that. really cool? So yeah. you get handlers on missions. You can pick like who your handlers, and they will give you buffs dependent on who. But also there are buffs no matter if they, if they hate you. You still get a buff. It's just yeah. a different type of buff. It's like they're going to be rude and their curtness will be make you more on mission. So you'll have a 5% better chance of paying more attention to this type of thing because you won't be thinking about, you know, that kind of shit, right. which I thought was kind of cool. So there's good and bad to being mean or nice to everyone. And there's actually trophies based on everyone liking you at the end of the game, everyone hating you at the end of the <laughs> game. And there's actually one for killing every single person that you can before the end of the game. I think I... You probably well, I probably did that, but I don't, don't have know. a collection. You know what's of funny? That. I, I want to say really quickly. I just realized also because I was reading the Wikipedia on this. Hmm. This is a game that I, we want people to play. However, um, if you don't already own this game, guess what? You can't buy it except for physically on PS3 or Xbox 360 because they took this game off Steam in 2019 due to expired music licenses. Oh, interesting. Like, so yeah, I've had like, this game for a long time, but yeah. I just like never got around hey, to if it. You, if, if after we talk, if this sounds interesting to you, you can buy this game and it's relatively cheap, but you're going to have to play it on console or yeah. maybe, you know, you know, good old games. Th- I don't know. The, or just hit up your local Blockbuster. Would, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just go to Blockbuster <laughs> and rent this computer game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So at the end of the, at the end of the uh, mission in Saudi Arabia, either you let him go or you kill him and you get his intel, but all of a sudden the place that you are is struck by missiles and everyone thinks you're dead. Somehow you get out, but you found out that Alpha Protocol has been infiltrated by Hal Beck, which is like, Hal Beck is supposed to be their kind of like Blackwater Halliburton thing, where it's Mm -hmm. like this evil corporation with its own paramilitary has somehow gotten into Alpha Protocol. And they're like the shadow bad guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this then the evil organization that wants to now take over the world. Well, they want to take over alpha protocol to use it for their nefarious. It's it's your cloak and dagger shit. Yep. So then after that, you open up the main game, which is you get from the Intel that there's three missions going on that are all based on this. There's one in Moscow. There's one in Rome and there's one in Taipei. What's nice is you can choose which one you want to go do. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to talk about it in the order that I played it in, which was Moscow, then Taipei, then Rome. How did you go? I don't know. I, th- I think I just went down the list. Like, so I think I went to, uh, I think I did Taipei first and then went you to Moscow and then that. to Rome. 
I don't think it matters the way that Maybe you do it. I went to Rome earlier. I don't remember. Yeah, because um, no, Taipei was definitely the last place I went. So I went to I went to Rome, Moscow, Taipei. That's what I did. I will say, if you are looking to do this and you want to get the trophies, there is a great step by step. So I played this originally on 360 back in the day, and there were like guides like you should go here, you should go there, but there wasn't a step by step guide. When I did it again on PS3, I used the step by step guide, which is actually on TrueAchievements.com, uh, which is it's it's set for 360, but the guide works, but yeah, both. great on both. So if you go to trueachievements.com and look up Alpha Protocol, there is a great step-by-step guide about exactly what to do on each playthrough. Best way to put your, like, these are your long-term goals for this run. These are the weapons that you want to go after. Um, so I highly suggest using that if you mm-hmm. want to go for the Platinum. Because I don't think it takes anything out of it using a guide. It is still a very fun game. It's less about, like, ruining the game for you and more about telling you the exact, like, you should do the missions in this order to so that you minimize the amount of playthroughs you have to go to. Right. So I, I highly suggest it. So yeah, so the first thing I did when I did this, yeah, it was definitely, it was Moscow. And so that's Operation Blood Feud. The idea of Operation Blood Feud is that uh, you're trying to go after their weapons and their weapons are being controlled by some Russian mobsters. You're looking for this dude named Constantine Brachio who is like your stereotypical Russian mobster who's obsessed with the 80s type of shit. Yeah. And he rules. He's when you fight when you fight him in the battle, he's because they can't have superpowers. This is a real game. So how do you make bosses overpowered? That's right. You have him do cocaine. And that makes him go very fast and sustain more damage because he's on cocaine. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, You go through. Bro, I'm sorry. When you're going through Moscow, the idea is that you're trying to get info on where the fucking uh, weapons that Brachio is sending to Halbeck, right? Right. And so when you're going through, you do a couple of missions, you find this other paramilitary organization called uh, no, what the fuck were they called? Though the G22. And so the G22 are a bunch of like German military people who are also there and they're trying to also kind of stop the same stuff. They're not really allied with you. They're just kind of like, don't get in our way. We won't get in yours. And they're led by a dude named Albatross. Albatross has uh, this big Russian lady named SIE and also this this, uh, girl that doesn't talk named Sis who's like the ultra assassin, right? Mm -hmm. I thought they were cool. Um, All the like boss characters that you fight i thought were cool characters i was like oh these guys are neat like sorry i have to fucking kill you now <laughs> but like didn't mind him oh wait is brachio the wait yeah is brachio's the dude that that likes cocaine rider is that yeah that um i think if i remember correctly he's yeah, the one you Brachio's fight in the, the museum dude. or like right. Right. no that's in his mansion where you get to go to a cool coke russia coke mansion where all the gangsters are like have oh yeah and it's like Um, there's the four mansion setup that you like go into each one of them Uh, yeah that's right so what it is is you go and you can either kill or spare him and he leads you to a dude named surkov who surkov is like the boss of the russian mafia and surkov at the end of it you can either kill him arrest him or you can let him go and he'll help you get to how uh fucking guns yeah I said the Moscow, the Moscow, um, the Moscow mission is kind of the most tame of the three. I think it's the, it's kind of the most boring in setup. Cause it's, 
It's like it's fun is. to play, but I mean, it's like it is the most generic, like, yo, Russian mobsters, go get them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, but it's fun. Yeah, it like that's the thing is this game. I think, like, honestly, the the story was so lost on me, but like, I had fun in the gameplay of it yeah, um it's mass effect because it's just mass effect yeah it's but like you just yeah it's just fun to run around the it's level a third and person shoot shooter it's a third person <laughs> shooter with very good shooting that also has the ability uh, it's like i think the shooting is fine for a ps3 360 game. the only thing i didn't like is that it felt like because this is a role-playing game like it's an rpg first uh mm-hmm is that it feels like a lot of your gunshots are based on on dice rolls so it's like a lot that's of times like mass, when you that's how fucking mass effect is sure uh, well the the first one like the second one yeah. it gets way more action but the second but once again this came out right, right after the first this came out before but, mass effect this is a game where somebody played mass effect and it's like what if it was real people yeah it's like whenever you line up your your crosshair to like somebody mm. it will like slowly and and i i want to emphasize slowly get closer and closer oh, to the, the head that, and then yes, you shoot a, and it's just that like, is a that is a well you can shoot before that yeah that is a and it's just like pre- wildfire that is a mechanic fire. called precision shooting yeah where you the longer that you stay aimed on someone the like if you stay for a couple seconds it like builds up a meter and when you shot when you shoot right. you get a better critical that's but all here's that the thing is. anytime an enemy move uh moves and they move a lot anytime an enemy moves <laughs> yeah <laughs> like your your crosshair will get bigger so it's like there are pol- I, there are power-ups you can get for a specific weapon that would help to follow time so the best i'm like, gonna tell you this that was right the now, thing i the best weapon it. series in this game is the pistols i use the pistols think, almost exclusively you would think you would think that people would want to go for like the smgs no. or the shotguns the assault rifles are also pretty good yeah. my always my setup was always a pistol and an assault rifle yeah that's assault exactly longer or a sniper rifle but the thing is the pistols have a as you go up their bar they basically get the ability to have faster and better precision shots so on the on the highest difficulty you <laughs> yeah. get the best pistol in the game on the first playthrough you get the best uh, attachments because you can put attachments on your gun mm-hmm. and you have the highest rank in pistols and you just go around and literally it's just like oh it's a new area let's freeze time because they get yeah. their other thing is a complete freeze time and it's just like, headshot 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 everybody drops and you're like i'm good yeah and you just shoot everyone in the head it rules i want to say it it's like never... an old uh western game that uses yeah, this like, mechanic where like it's you like stop dead-eye. time and then you it's just dead-eye. You target the five, like, because once you max out the pistol, you have like five shots that you can just target people. So you just spin around and you hit all five targets' heads, Chris, and then you just click it and it kills all. It's Chris, great. Did you play? Did you ever play Red Dead? Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. Yeah. Uh, I I did, but I haven't. I like it's, fifteen years ago. It's, it's Dead Eye. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a better it, or like Vats Dead or something quick. from like yeah. Fallout. Well, it's not so much Vats because Vats is unlimited time. This right. is like this. This is time isn't at a complete standstill. It's it's yeah because it, it will like tick away. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. but you you, you it, have like a generous like, like I think thirty forty five like, seconds something like I that. think they call it like your like reflexes. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where yeah. the idea isn't that you're actually stopping time. It's just that you're you're so, so good at pistols. So it's it's literally just boom 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 and you just shoot everybody. It's so it's really funny to see the animation as soon as you fire because you'll just see all these bullets like shooting different directions from one point on your gun. Yeah, <laughs> like I anyway love it. so. 
The next part is I think the best part of this game, and that's Taipei. Yeah, Taipei fucking rules. Taipei, the first thing that happens is that you, Mina, you're uh you're the one person from Alpha Protocol that's still talking to you, who's like your handler. She yeah. tells you, look, you're in Taipei. There's this dude uh that claims to work for the CIA called Stephen Heck, who's voiced by Nolan North. Yeah. Uh and he's, he's like, the only guy that likes his- me at the end of the game. <laughs> Uh, that's you have to play like a psychopath to get that kind of life. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> his whole th- this is what I was talking about before. It's like the game tells you she's like, if you do anything in Taipei without talking to this guy first, he's going to take it as an insult and shit's going to go bad. So you have an option. There's actually a trophy for making him love you and making him hate you. So that's why you have to do uh, when I was talking about the save points before i think in one of the play this is the save point if i remember you're actually supposed to do i think you do taipei rome and you leave this last or you do moscow rome and you leave this last so that way you can redo it again but where is it no it's rome that you needed to go i'm sorry i'm 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 uh mumbling here anyway you go to this fucker who is criminally insane and he's like yeah i'm i work here and you meet him while he's like torturing a dude to death for working at an ice cream store and and you're taking it back. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, no, don't worry. This guy is secretly, uh, you know, a, a assassin for another. It's like nothing that would make sense to any other person. But he's like going off about conspiracy theories and shit. And he, the thing is, he hates professionalism. So if you act professional, he'll hate you and yeah. he'll do everything he can to fuck you over. If you start like giving into his delusion and we're like, yeah, of course, you got to watch out. For, they put it in the water and then you're gonna, this guy will love you and it will help you. <laughs> But the idea of Taipei is that you are trying to stop the assassination of some, I don't know, he's he's a government official named Ronald Sung. And you find out that part of the Chinese secret police, this guy named Omen Dang is trying to assassinate and start a riot at some political rally so that they can start a war between China and the US. Yeah. And so the whole story of this, uh, this map is finding information on why uh, why he's trying to kill Ronald Sung, how he's going to do it, where he's going to do it, you know, getting the information on where the session is going to happen, how they're going to start the riots. And there's some pretty good missions in that one. There's one where you can like go and uh, put a bug on like a CIA watch station. There's, there's some good things at the end of it. You find out that is that the one um, where you like go into the CIA, like safe house and they're like walking around. You've got to be like quiet to get around them. Yeah, I thought that was a fun Because I walked into that one and just killed everyone. And me was like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, and like, there can't be any Or not letting anyone... Uh, there's, you have, there's a trophy <laughs> where... There's a trophy in the game for doing three missions without ever being spotted. Mm-hmm. The only problem, there's only four or five missions in the game without a... Almost every mission has a part where it's you're going to get found out, like, no matter what you do. Like, it's story-wise. So there's only... You have to do three very specific missions where you don't get caught, and that's one of them. And so you can get through that whole mission without ever being seen. You actually you get even more like rewards if you don't kill anyone because those people mm. are fucking American operatives. Yeah, fuck you're them. killing Americans. Okay, well, great. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, so like I, anytime like there was a mission where it was like you have to be quiet, don't let anyone know. Like either I would immediately stand up and the alarms would just go and i would just go guns blazing anyways mm-hmm. or like i like i would always have uh like a silencer on my pistol 
And the, as soon as I took one person out, it's like, oh, I heard the silenced gun from four yard or four hundred yards away. Like I knew that there was somebody here. Sound the alarm, and I'm like, how the fuck did anyone know I was here? So like, it's funny you that know, you were you saying like mission, you could. You know how you do that mission? Huh. Pistols, baby, because well, yeah. you can get tranquilizer darts. Yeah, for that's that. true. They're non-lethal. The other great thing about the. Uh, the pistols is that you can do non-lethal trank rounds. And so you have all the same skills of being able to one shot people in the head, but you one shot them with non-lethal rounds and then they just pass out and nobody hears shit. Okay. So you do all this shit in Taipei. And at the end of it, you have this awesome gun battle with dang, like overlooking the podium where they, he was going to shoot Ronald Sung. So you're having this cool spy battle on top of this. At the end of it, if you spare him, you find out that he actually was trying to kill you because he thought you were the the assassin that was trying to kill Sung. And you find out it's all been a setup and somebody else shoots him. There's a secret assassin. Uh, What's cool, though, is that on a previous, there's a side mission that you don't even have to do to get data. And if you get that data before meeting with Sung, like if you go to, there's a mission where you go to Ronald Sung and you're like, I'm... There are missions in this game where there's no fighting. It's literally just a... uh, There are missions in this game which are literally just conversations. Yeah, you'll go to a cafe and, like, meet with... Which, like, part of me is, of course, like, uh, get to the action, get to the action, and then, like, I know that in another world, if I actually just... It's a spy movie, dude. Yeah, if I just looked at it that way, it's like, oh, it's totally... That's what you're doing. You are role-playing that experience of, like, setting up a meeting at a public place, and you guys have, like, cryptid conversations with each other. Yeah, like, one of the missions in, I think it's either this area, is you meet this uh, photojournalist named Scarlet Lake. And Scarlet is... uh, she, She pops up in different places all over the place, but she pops up in Taipei, and she's like, I'm here to, you know, report on the uprise in Taipei and if you are nice you can have a mission where you go and have coffee with her and if she you're nice to her he becomes a contact where later she will send you dossiers like oh yo I just got this information by doing this thing and it'll make other missions easier Mm. so it's like everything has a purpose that's the other thing that I think is like totally hilarious to me because you're like you can set up things to like drop you weapons make missions easier I don't know if this game is supposed to be harder or anything because, like, I think I played on like hard or whatever, like whatever. I don't think you. I don't think you can play on hard until you've beaten the okay. game once. I played on whatever not easy. You probably was. played. You played on normal. Normal, and I just walked in as the fucking Terminator. Like I yes. look, I get that you role play as a spy in this. No, I was fucking the Terminator. And Chris, I walked Chris through if you and do not do what you're, if you. So there are a lot of trophies where you cannot be the Terminator and that's where the difficulty comes in. It is really hard to do some of those missions without being seen. Like, yeah, it is. There's some tight windows of when and where you can't go through. Cause there I were will say so that many times where like, there'd be a if you ton are of just people in front opening, of me and I was just like, Brrr. if you are just opening fire, which is what I did a lot on the, uh, when I did the hard playthrough mm-hmm. as with uh, when I did the new game plus on hard as the veteran class where I'm trying. And I think that was the run where also I was trying to make everybody hate me and kill as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very easy to just mow down. everyone. <laughs> if you are looking yeah. for a game where it's just running gun action, might I suggest go play army of two or something? Yeah. But like, <laughs> if you are looking for, if you are looking for metal gear, solid, the RPG, that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah, that's anyway. that's very fair 
assassin. So what, what I was trying to say is if you like, if you have these mission, you do this mission where you get some assassination data about how they're going to like the plan to kill Ronald Sung. Then there's a mission where you just go meet Ronald Sung and it's completely conversation. You can tell him somebody's trying to kill you. You can't cancel. You got to cancel this. And he'll just be like, fuck off. I'm not, I can't cancel this. Uh, you don't have any proof. Show me the data. You ain't got nothing. Show and so if you don't, if you did not, if you had not done this mission beforehand to get the data, or if you didn't do it and got get all the data right, he'll just be like, get the fuck out of my office. If you do this mission, you can go, look, here is the information that says you're going to be shot. And he will say, I'm not fucking doing this, but tell you what, I'll wear body armor. So that final mission where you fight Omen Dang, like I said, if you spare him and you find out it was a setup, we were set against each other. We're both trying to actually, we're, it turns out we're both trying to save Omen, or, uh, Ronald Sung and someone else is trying to shoot him. And then he gets shot. If you gave him that data before, he's wearing a bulletproof vest and he doesn't die. Okay. Well, see, that shit is cool, right? That, that is not in your game because cool. you shot everyone like a psychopath. Yeah. See, the thing was, is like, that didn't happen for me because when I got to that scene where I was fighting him, he was like, finish, just finish it. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And just shot him. And that was it. He's saying that because he <laughs> thinks you're there to kill right. Ronald Song. And he's like trying to be like, you know, he dies in line of duty. And, see, and if then you paid it, if you paid attention to this game, I think you would have had a better time. I well, the, that's not to say that I didn't have fun because, like, I did have fun in the mission. Like, I yeah, the level design in this game is actually like pretty it's good. good. Like, it's yeah. yeah, like, and and while I I don't like a lot of the like precision aiming stuff, like, I wish if it were more of just like an action game, I think that'd be really cool because the one thing. Uh, that I kept having in my head while playing through this is like, man, I bet this game is insanely fun to do as a speed run. And I would, I really wonder like what it would take to do that because oh, even like when it comes to I like puzzles and stuff. Oh, what was it? Oh, while I look this up, yeah, talking to puzzles, did you want to really quickly talk about, I'm sorry to cut you off, but oh, you no, you're fine. puzzles, there are puzzles in this game when you're doing hacking where yeah. There are a bunch of. I really like them, but apparently you are having some problems. Oh my god! About this. Thank you for bringing this up. Yes, so, this. I think this is this is not the game's fault. I think this is a PC versus is a console game, problem. Is a fault. No, because well, yeah. on on console this was never a problem. Yeah. There, so there are two different ways. There's when you hack a computer. There are three different mini games in this game. One for hacking yeah. a computer. One for like hacking a like key card device yeah. and one for picking locks did you ever have problems with the the other two okay like, yeah so i did but here's the thing okay to, to set me, all before of this you up, do that yeah. let me explain what they are yeah that's so uh, yeah. when you're hacking a computer what it is is you have depending on the difficulty it's either four five six or seven long string of code of just like numbers and letters and what it is is there's this big giant block of letters that are constantly changing you what you have to do is you have to find the two sequences that never move so it's like looking for the things that aren't flashing and then putting your sticks well, over them and pressing in at the same time i wouldn't say never move they do move well, after a set period they of time, are, yes but they're on they only timer. move to like one or two other like they don't what constantly mean, move hold on what i mean is that all the other bricks are constantly changing right and it's like you have 10 seconds to find this string right. yeah. that is solid until it moves what it is you have to take the two sticks and basically move them at the same time and get over it yeah on the ps3 and on 360 it was never a problem apparently you on controller yeah. or not on controller on keyboard we're ha it having some problems hell. yeah because um the the problem is is that what like the left side uh code is all controlled by AWSD. <laughs> great, total. That's that's great. I can do that. You know, up, down, left, right, perfect. The 
right side code is controlled by your mouse and not just your mouse it's by the mouse cursor well here's the problem is that whenever you move your mouse uh because this is not 2009 and we're not playing on you know like smaller screens and whatever we're playing at higher dpi mouse all that shit so when i would move my cursor the the code would like slowly move and try to catch up and it would never like get there and it would just stop and then so i i recorded a video and sent this to you because i was like i'm not enjoying this like these suck because the thing was is that my mouse you could see where it was moving and uh, the code would never catch up to that. So anytime I would, I, I like my my whole thing. Whenever I would get into these uh, puzzles, is I'd sit there, find the two. The, the AWSD one was fine. I could keep moving that I, one around and get it. But the mouse one, I had to find first because I have to assume that this is not. Once again, I don't think. I th- you can yeah, blame it has to be a controller this. thing. No, I don't even think it's a controller thing. I don't think you can blame the game for this. I think this is you're trying to play a 2010 game on. A yeah, I, this is yeah, like when yeah. I had the problems. One hundred percent. When I tried to play Seventh Guest on a computer 15 years after it came yeah. out, and the <laughs> computer was just like, I can't fucking run this. Yeah, because the the thing is, is that um, the game doesn't register how fast my mouse can actually move in this modern time and especially like yeah. with how big because this game was probably made in 720 so it's probably scanning at like 720 refresh rates or like whatever yeah. it is like whatever that shit is but it's being blown into 1080 because it's that but i, it's I like, 100 understand yeah. where you're coming from i just don't think you can blame the game for this i think the yeah. thing you have to blame for this is coming from the game you can't future-proof games like that. You we can't, have, but the thing is is that... Or you probably too- can now, but it's just like they didn't know how to do that in 2010, and no yeah. one from Mono or from Obsidian is going... Like, this game can't even be sold anymore. So if you're like, well, they should right. put out a patch, it's like... That's, that was my next logical thing. Is like, well, patch it. But it's like, well, no. you can't because they're... Number one, you can't. And number one, number one, you can't because it's too old. Number two... Sega doesn't give no, a shit. No, you can totally still patch old games. Like Star Wars Battlefront I mean, is still getting patches in that game from 2004. This company is not going to spend the they don't they're not yeah, exactly. They're yeah, not even selling true. the game. So the but, only way to get this game patched is for somebody else to out of the kindness of their heart patch I, it. I do think and, and That's again not like the game's fault. I, I'm not a game developer for uh-huh. like this like video game developer. Yep. Um here's the thing though. There's, I think we should. I think we should stop the conversation right there. You're not a game developer. <laughs> no, you're about to say something that is probably very insulting to game developers. No, 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 it's, no, like, no. it's not. I promise you. Like, I promise okay, you, it's not. Right, because right. the thing is, is that there are other games doing it, and there are other games that are finding ways to run it. You, yeah, you can run it through. No, nope, you can. Hang on. Let me finish. You can run the game through. Uh, what is it called? It's like Windows. It's like a self-emulating Windows, which yeah, will yeah, reset yeah, yeah, your yeah. Windows to it. This game does not do that. So you like, and again, like I, I, this is probably something that you can't do now because it's not on Steam or whatever. Like I get that there are tons of hurdles to do this, but the problem here is if you report because this game definitely came to steam after 2009 like if you are going to port your game to a pc you cannot just 
do the bare minimum and just be like, oh, well, it works on PlayStation. It'll I'd work actually, on PC because like it know, won't. Like, I, that's not I'd like how to, it works. I'd like, to, I'd like you to shut the fuck up and I'd like to note <laughs> that this game came out on Windows the same day it came out on PS3 and Xbox 360. But did it come out on Windows then or did it go to, was it ported to Steam then? That's the difference. Because uh, if this was, was a Windows like a game for live thing then it's like oh that totally makes sense this game was made for vista and it's using like outdated uh like everything like stuff that like absolutely wouldn't work in this modern time so like the thing is it's like why would you take a game store windows and put it into a steam platform just blows my mind like that doesn't compute to me like you wouldn't do that Uh, you would change it like they do with resident evil 5 and this game was that hey This game was released on Steam at the, in 2010. Okay. So, so which is when it came out. Okay. So, all these then things that you're talking about. Port. <laughs> like, it's it's, it's not a port. They made this game for Windows. It's, a, it's just a bad version of it. I disagree. I think that they made this game and it worked at the time, and our computers have gotten too good. I, I kind of like want to I, see I if there's videos or something that. I think show that it, you like, are. Yeah. I think you are trying to give this game shit for something that is outside of its control is that the game has the, this game has i don't know this game is a game of its time and it you're trying to it's like trying to play a ps1 game on ps6 you know and being like but, the, or, but, know, that, but that's it's like trying to play it's trying no. to play a game of ps1 on ps5 and be like oh you know what it's like it's like trying to play guitar hero on a newer tv where the refresh rate doesn't work and blaming the game for not knowing that better tvs would come out eventually that's exactly the same thing this is it's the same shit it's oh why doesn't this game work on this television that was made 10 years after this game was made and blaming the game for it you cannot blame alpha protocol for not working on your i I still think there's a difference between games that came out before the modern era and after like i th- i totally this get game, that between like games that came out in dude, 2000 and like two dude, but 12 years is a 10. massive difference for 12 years is a massive yeah, difference but, for computers. okay but then look at all of the games that came out in 2010 that still work totally fine on a pc versus this like this I, I definitely think not, this, this is, is not a, a piece, triple like, is, this is not a triple a game so you're probably right that it didn't get done. this is a double a game Okay, but that's still not an indie game. Like that's still there's hundreds of people that worked on this game. Like this is this is this is I would relate this the same to we're talking about a game I don't I would not classify Final Fantasy Origin Stranger Paradise as a triple A <laughs> game. This was a game made by a side like this, this game came out the same time that they made New Vegas. So obviously right. they had two teams and this right. was the, the smaller team, yeah. This but Final Fantasy Stranger Paradise is definitely a side game being made by the Neo people while they're working on a better game. Sure. So it's like it's the same shit. Of I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying that sometimes you gave game shit and it's for things that are outside their like when you. I would just. I don't think it's outside your control. Game, I do. I do. I think that you should. If you played this game on PS3, like I told you to, <laughs> instead of playing it on here, you would not have had this problem at all, and you would have gotten trophies. I want to get back to talk about the video <laughs> right, game. Go for it. So. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Still, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I just think that I, I understand where you're coming from, and I'm not disagreeing that it sucks. I'm just saying that I think you're trying to blame the team for something that is not something that they could ever have seen coming. I, I because if this was true, again, I would have. Once again, when this game came out, everything mm-hmm. you're saying 
would have been reported at the time. And right. when it came out, everyone was like, this game is fun. And I never heard a peep of this. You're the first person I've ever right. heard have this problem. And it's because you're playing it in 2022 and not 2010. I think this right. is a issue of playing on a new computer. That's that, it. That, that it has to true, be like, because again, it's it. And it's, it, that's the only instance of it though. That's why I think it's, because the rest of the game, like it, it, it tracks my mouse totally fine. It's just this one section of the game. Well, two because the uh, the other one that does it too is the the door puzzles, which use a, a very oh, yeah. we similar. Didn't talk, we didn't talk right. about the other two. It puzzles, uses so. a, a similar lock picking scheme to like any other game that has you trying to pick locks, where it's like yeah. you kind of bump the thing up. Which on PC it's super easy because you just move your mouse to where it is. Um, See, it's, and it it's just funny because it. but that, the thing that is, was the hardest one on controller on PlayStation. Is it because do you have to like jiggle it to to get it to no, lock? No, it's because. Place? What it okay? So how the for those who don't know what it is, it's like a lock tumbler mechanic where you have right. to press up and forward and get it in just the right place so that everything lines up. The thing is, you have to like feather it so lightly when you're doing it, and you're under a time, so it's like you can't just jam up the stick, right? You got to feather mm -hmm. the stick, and it's so like precise that sometimes you'll just not be able to get it fast enough because the controllers don't have as much control as the mouse. Right. Whereas the mouse, you know exactly. It's like, oh, if I just right. put it here, I'm good. Exactly, which is my problem because, again, the lockpick, it, it still had that problem of, like, I, I, I don't want to call it, like, drifting, but, like, uh, it wouldn't have the same, uh, like, scale of, like, how fast I could actually move my mouse. But, like... I, that one was much easier to like know like oh well this is how i have to kind of move my hand for it but it's it it's still like it it was just more forgiving i guess on pc because it would, it's so much easier to just like move my mouse up and down and line it up just to hit it um but you could feel it like you could feel that there was some kind of like thing where it's just like this is not moving the way my mouse should be moving it's um, great. It was more forgiving, game, but it, it it's very, still just that. It's just those two things where I'm like, it, it's not working for these two. Like, so I that means say, it's got to be it's something good, with that, not the rest of the a, game. It's a good note for this game that the thing that you spent 15 minutes complaining about the most is a <laughs> mini game. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, outside well, of the conversations, like being too long, yeah. like, but it's not what too long. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, this game is not long at all. By the way, I looked it up. Speed run for this game, an hour and 39 minutes. Yeah, that's not um, bad. Uh, it uh, it okay, only so, took me, I think, seven to beat the game. Seven hours? Yeah, How I think. How long did it take me? It took me, oh, well, it took me 11 months, but that's because I played one playthrough and then decided. And then, yeah. I did, the, I did the one playthrough on the other side, and then uh, I think, what was that? That would have been. Nine. It in, took me nine hours. There we go. Let's see. I started this game in August. Of, oh, I started this game in August of 2017. And then I fell off because August of 20, the, the end of 2017 into 2018 is when I bought a switch and I was playing a lot of breath of the wild and start somewhere odyssey. So I didn't actually play a lot of video games at all in that point. And so, uh, that's like, since I started, uh, trophy hunting so i started at the beginning of 2017 and i made it until about halloween of 2017 until i took like a couple months break to play a bunch of switch because i got really into it and then i came back in 2018 when god of war came out hey you know it's really so, funny what uh sorry to cut you off because yeah, I, was no worries. 
I started uh, looking into mouse problems with this game. I yeah. am seeing threads from 2010 on June 6, 2010. I'm having issues with my mouse and puzzles. Oh, like, okay. So well, once again, again, uh, could, I think the biggest problem. Something. Biggest problem there then is that you played it on PC like a nerd. You should have played it on console yeah. and gotten trophies. Um, but anyway, so I remember, yeah, I played through an entire playthrough of this game, mm-hmm. and then I put it as like I'll come back to it later because I had already played it once. So I think I I put it down so I could play some other stuff and then right. came back to it later. But it looks like I started this game on August third. I beat the game in two days, and then when I came back to it, I did the second playthrough in another two days so i could have be i could have played in this game in about four or five days probably but it looks like i took a break in the middle to play something else so it's not that long it's really not that long no yeah it's like i remember doing this on 360 when i lived in portland when i was going to med school and i think i got all of the trophies over a spring break week yeah like i i this game even if you watch every single cutscene, you're probably going to spend like maybe 11, 12 hours at it on your first playthrough. And it's, it's, it's a very decently decent it's a, game. It's, a and weird it's not game. that long. It's yeah. It's, it's something like it's, I could recommend a, this. I really like this game. We're not done talking about it though. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. the third part of it is Moscow. The Moscow yeah. part is all about taking on, uh, what's called the veteran combat initiative, which is this paramilitary private security firm, firm firm led by this dude that used to work for Halbeck named Conrad Marburg. And he's uh, his thing is that he's trying to do a false flag where he's trying to blow up uh, a museum and then blame it on the terrorist organization that the Sheik was running. So that way it's easier for Europe and America to declare war on them. Yeah. And so you're going in there to basically stop that so that A, Halbeck doesn't get any more power, and B, you know, so that a bunch of innocent people don't have to die. Now, during that, that should probably be number one. <laughs> dur- during that whole thing, did you yeah. have like the, the one girl like that Madison was, St. James? Yeah. Did you did she live? Because like uh, she didn't so fucking live in my case. There is a there is oh yeah. So there's, there's a very classic situation there, in that. There's one of the one of the there's a lot of overarching trophies for runs. One of them is that there are four main like romance options. And there's an there is a uh, that, is there sex for, in this game? Yeah, you can fuck four different people. Oh man, uh, they, don't, they, that. Don't, they don't show it, but you, no. you can have sex with you can have sex with uh Mina tang your operator mm-hmm. you can have sex with madison st james scarlet. uh with scarlet lake and with uh sie the big giant russian lady oh shit uh what's really nice is that they all have like mina likes it when you're uh i think suave and professional madison likes the same you know scarlet likes likes that and then the whole thing with uh sie she only likes it when you're aggressive if you're professional she fucking hates you because she's like oh you're a wet blanket but if you're like the jack bauer shut up i'm talking she's like oh yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> what a game. um there's no. also yeah there's also a trophy for not you probably got this one then there's a trophy for not uh falling in love with any of the women throughout the entire yep. playthrough yep but I there's a trophy yep. for keeping everybody alive and you have to keep her alive so uh, the thing oh. is the, the final <laughs> mission of that is with marburg and she has captured madison and she's put her in a room with a bomb and the thing is like the the final mission is you can either go save her life yeah or you can catch me 
Yeah. It's it's that classic like uh Dark Knight, like go save Rachel or like go save the city. And I was like, Oh fuck you, fuck her. Like I don't Well you can save her, you can save a bunch of civilians, and it's just like, ah, oh, you bitch. Yeah. Uh and so you gotta do it twice to do everything. There's also a, a hidden achievement in this area where if you do some very specific things and say things to Marburg to be like he hates cocky, arrogant, like if you're professional and stay professional all the time he kind of respects you and you get a different fight and if you're just a fucking like cocky jerk he fucking breaks it's like fuck this let's fight and you get into an <laughs> earlier boss fight oh shit um, and That's you can cool. shoot him in the face and you get a trophy for it so then um, i assume uh that this game has multiple endings yeah i told you this game has or, three yeah, different yeah. endings god i'm fucking my brain is like it's all good. in and out so <laughs> after you do Taipei, Moscow, and Rome, you get the final mission where basically you go and you turn yourself in to be captured, and then that's where the time loop, well, not time loop, but that's where the timeline kind of meets up with the beginning of the game where you've been talking to Leland, the guy that works yeah, for Halbeck. The guy's like, like interrogating you through the whole yeah. game. Yeah. You can meet up with him at that, or he captures you, and then that's where the game like continues from the beginning and so you get the final thing which is project alpha whatever the alpha protocol thing is where you have to go through alpha protocol stop how operation full circle that's what it's called operation full circle thank you um so what it is is Halbeck's trying to base the, you find out that the plot of this game is very simple Halbeck is trying to start world war three solely so that they can control the war economy it's fucking it's metal gear yeah it's metal gear it's the plot of anything like it's I always think of it's the plot of the second Sherlock Holmes movie because that's what Moriarty's trying to do in the second, you know, the with Sherlock Holmes with I Robert Downey Jr. Not watch those movies. I love those movies. I really, really like Robert. I I really like Sherlock Holmes, and I think Robert Downey Jr. was a very fun Sherlock Holmes. You are the only um, person I've ever heard say that. I really, love. That. I love. The, I think that those movies are better than the show with Benedict Cumberbatch, where he's like a weird nerd. See, that's I've never heard that. The the Sherlock Holmes everyone always talks about that show and jerks off to it. The Sherlock Holmes with Benedict Cumberbatch was was fun the first two seasons, and then I think it got up its own ass too much. Did it become like Doctor Who, where you just are like, oh, hey, it's funny you say that. Guess who wrote the Sherlock Holmes show? Oh, that makes sense. Is it uh, Moffat or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Moffat, Uh, especially once Tumblr got into it, it was just like, oh, I in my imagination, Sherlock Holmes and Watson are lovers. I'm like, all right, fuck off. I just want a good story about. It seemed like a. a I like a detective. I like a detective. Do you know? Oh man. Speaking about Tumblr, have you ever heard the phrase "super who lock"? No, there I'm isn't. This, do you, you know about Dashcon, right? I do. I do know about Dashcon. Dashcon, Dashcon, which was the Tumblr con, was all based around also a subsection of Tumblr, uh, a fan base called Super Who Lock, which are people that write fan fictions about the characters of Doctor Who, Supernatural, and Sherlock Holmes. Oh my! All God. F- like fucking each other. Uh, <laughs> This is like a Sonic fan or whatever it is. Like, uh, oh no. Yeah, you're basically the same with your Sonic bullshit. <laughs> um, when's that Sonic movie come out? Uh, next month, in two weeks. They opened up a theater a town over that might be another like $2 theater. I'm thinking I'm willing to go see it for you just so I can shit on it because I know I'm going to hate it. <laughs> but I think all the way oh, that I'll get, be the way that I'll get around it is I'll grab my nieces and nephew and take them to it because they'll probably like it. Uh huh. And then I'll well, 
my three year old probably not she will probably not understand it so she won't go but i'll at least bring my nephew who's like 10 i bet he'll think like, like ah! or he'll just be like this sucks because he only likes Fortnite and call of duty if, so. if you ask me right now what i'm more excited for the batman doctor who or doctor doctor strange or uh sonic absolutely sonic like i didn't i'm not going that to see batman because, in theaters i'm going to see sonic that's theaters. because you are a freak <laughs> <laughs> that movie, ryan i've got I, problems i <laughs> i feel bad every time i talk shit on that movie because tyson who did all the art yeah is such a great guy and his art is legitimately great he's an amazing i want artist. everyone to know that when i talk shit on the sonic the hedgehog movie it is 100 solely the script and but see, act. that's that's the thing is uh, why I You're love it so much is because Tyson's here, like Tyson's there. He gets to be in the room to say, no, 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 no. like you got to do it this way. And it's like, if that was true, that's not no. That, if that's true, there wouldn't be an entire plot about Olive Garden. There would have been all <laughs> well, of the dumb like that. That, that was fan, clearly that, like, that, listen, hey, we ran out me. of money and we needed listen a product. <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is no different than Family Guy. Uh, I'll, but I mean the. Did you see Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog like when we were a kid and it was just like oh the one with Julia White yeah well yeah he was the voice actor like not like not the Saturday in the morning one no that's the only one that I watched I didn't the only Sonic cartoon I watched like with Scratch and Grounder I don't know what that is okay you talking about when it like Sonic X and all that stuff no 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 there there were three shows that came oh man the Uh, only one the only one that was on when I was a kid was the one with with Urkel. Uh, he was the voice actor for all three of them. Oh, then the very first one where like the one the, was like, it with like Sonic... Sally and stuff. No, the the one with like Sonic says at the end where him and that's Tails so- with... adventures of. Yeah, that's what's scratching. Oh. That's the one where it's goofy and dumb like that. Oh, it's scratching. Gr- are those the two robots? That work yeah, for, uh... like oh, <laughs> like ooh. I thought you were talking about the yeah. other one when it was like Fox Box and it was just like no, post apocalyptic no, no. world. And that's a that's Saturday, uh, Saturday morning. I'm talking about the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog yes. where him and Tails always want chili dogs. Yes, and it's all that goofy. That's exactly what great. those movies are. That is I, no, the modern I, day I, representation of it. I don't, him, like... It's he, the same. He, no, it's not. And I, Okay. This is the fucking episode about Alcatraz. <laughs> um, the, the problem that I have with that is the same problem I have with a lot of movies nowadays. Uh-huh. And it comes back to the best example of this is that shit-ass Ghostbusters movie, which is all they do is make the main character never stop talking. If they're not talking, it, there's a there's a uh, you know Red Letter Media, the guys that do like Half in the Bag and and Best of the Worst. The I know of them. I've only seen stuff okay. when like they have a very on. good video deconstructing why that Ghostbuster movie sucks, and it is the the basis of if they're not talking, the audience isn't laughing, which means they can never let a joke rest. Someone must mm-hmm. always be saying something, and it is joke overload to the point where nothing is funny because you won't shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Original Ghostbusters let a scene breathe what you know they would have scenes right. that were very funny because someone would say something and you give it time news ghostbusters is i've got a funny thing to say i've got a funny thing to say i've got a, and that's how that go- sonic hedgehog was sonic's got a quip he's got a laugh he's got a ha 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 and uh, to a lot of them they do not laugh what the worst <laughs> thing about that movie was it was the last movie i saw i saw that movie and then the world ended yep so like <laughs> It was the the four horsemen riding it. I don't particularly like that movie. You as a Sonic. I loved it. Fucking. I use the word freak. I hope that's okay. (laughs) That's fine. I bet you had a great time. 
it, it was just a good fantasy I movie. Also, here's it. the thing, though. As much as I hate that movie, I will also go see it because I have a vested interest in seeing any video game movie as right. I have thrown my life away down this hole of video games. Which, um, which we're talking you know, about one right now. Hey, that, like I said, that Uncharted movie was legitimately good. Um, <laughs> okay, so at the end, here, so I'll, I'll say that no, depending on what you do throughout the plot, like if you let uh, or if you not Alcimede, Alcimede is the name of the uh, terrorist group. What's the guy's name? Uh, uh, what the fuck was the guy's oh. the 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 sheikh? Oh, Ali Shahid. Yeah. If you let Shahid die, or if you save him, if you uh save ronald song if you kill or save uh brachio if uh, and Surkov, if you um capture morbog or if you let the civilians explode all of those depending on what you do lead to the endings of the game okay so i'm gonna tell me what was your ending which <laughs> one did you get it was me and um uh what's his name sam uh we we just jumped Stephen, in Stephen Heck? Yeah, Stephen Heck, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, so on the last me mission, and him jump in a boat choose. and we fucking sail away after yeah, things the, exploding. At the last mission you get to choose who your handler is, and that will that will also that will have give you different abilities in the last mission and also influence the uh mission yourself. So did you but what I mean is though, did you did you confront Leland? Did you say I'll work for you or did you say fuck you? No, I said fuck you. Of course you did. Yeah, because that was my character. I was I was like a one man army that would kill anyone in his like path, and that's what I did. So if you say fuck you, basically you just fight Leland. Did you kill him or catch or arrest <laughs> yeah, him at the him. end? We so you just kill him. Yeah, we basically, him. you got you got the this the general ending, which is I'm the good guy. I won't shoot. So you shoot him. You stop World War Three, and you ride off into the sunset. But Alpha Protocol is destroyed. Yeah. Which so, felt like that's a the good, good thing. Ending. Yeah. yeah, it's a good ending. Which was uh, really baffling to me because I was like, I was the most psychopathic asshole through this whole thing. Why you, did it feel were, like such a good ending? Because you were Jack Bauer. Like I said, it's yeah. the three oh, okay. J's. Were you James Bond? Were you uh, Jason Bourne? Were you Jack Bauer? You're Jack Bauer. You're just like, fuck it. I'm going to stop everything because I got to do what's best. You basically you were just <laughs> like, the, the, the greater thing to do is to stop World War Three, and that's it. So what you can do is if you do enough stuff, when you're having those interludes where you're talking to Leland, your the way that you answer him can influence if he likes you or not. Mm. And if you do enough, if you do things specifically to make him like you, he'll offer you a job and he'll be like, why don't you come work for Halbeck? Oh, okay. Um, so if you say yes, then you break off into two different endings. So one of the endings is you can just say, fuck it. I'm on team Halbeck, right? Yeah. And so you fight Yancey Westridge, who was like your handler, the guy that brought you in. Uh, and so you can either keep going with that and you could partner with him or you can then double cross Leland. So that's the three endings. The three endings are God. I'm a good guy all the way or I start to work with the bad guys so that I can double cross them and fuck them. Or I start with the bad guys and then technically double cross them again. But right. You're, just you're double that guy. Yeah. Well, no, you can either the infiltrate and fuck them over or you can just join them and then still fuck that guy over but be a bad guy <laughs> like no matter what you do you always fuck over leland right uh See, also through that ending now this is important this is something you'll you never got the only way to get closure on one other thing is do you remember back in taipei if you saved i said you can save dang and you find out there was a real assassin yeah 
the only way to find out who that is is to do this ending guess who the real assassin was was it mina it was scarlet lake the photographer she's not a photojournalist she's an assassin motherfucker uh you can shoot her or uh you can let her go or you can be like oh good job join my evil team And Man, so now I kind of want to have like the, the ending always though. ends. The, the end is always what you got, which is getting away in the yacht. But the difference is, did you get away and you're a good guy? Did you get away and you're a good guy and you stopped Hellbeck from ever coming back again? Or did you get away and now you're a bad guy who works for the bad guys? Yeah. So, yeah, that's Alpha Protocol. It, it, you know, completely honest, like I was really excited to to jump into this game because it was a game that i had like always seen and like i mean i bought it like i've had it on steam forever and i just never got around to playing it um and i'm glad that i played it uh because now i have that itch of just trying to learn how to speed run this game uh (laughs) see if i can get it like really down or something i would Um, call this but i kind of even want to play it again just to like try different that's the thing is like i think it did my playthrough and how chaotic stupid it was and Mm. you know whatever i said about it like it still gave me that itch of like oh but what if i did try to play as like the ultimate like quiet sneak around dude or like might i suggest doing this again on ps3 yeah. So that you, A, you don't have that problem, B, so you can go after the trophies. Yeah, and then Which, also have an easy... <laughs> I, the, best way I, the best way I would describe this game is like if you mixed Mass Effect with Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good way of putting it. Honestly, at the, at the end of the game, it felt like this was a big tech demo for how they were going to use like specific yeah. things in the future. Like the I mean, dialogue. you can definitely tell that they wanted more out of this game and actually they yeah, wanted to make yeah. a sequel but the problem is that obsidian did that thing where it's like well we're gonna let sega publish it and in doing so sega well, owns the IP rights and uh, so obsidian for years were like we want to make a sequel and sega's like we don't really care because it yeah. didn't it sold seven hundred thousand copies in the u.s and europe combined so it's like Ooh. it sold well but not like it made its money it didn't flop like yeah, it made its it, money back it, yeah but, but it wasn't it like a massive be, success it wasn't a massive success yeah so and so basically sega's like why would we give a shit uh, my hope, my dream is that Obsidian, now owned by Microsoft, this is the only way I would buy a game on PC for by Microsoft after, I, you know, I would never get an Xbox. But if Obsidian, backed by Microsoft, was able to get the rights from Sega back mm. and make an Alpha Protocol 2, I don't care if I couldn't get trophies. I'd buy well. that in a fucking second. Now that you mentioned that, I do remember that Sega and Microsoft just entered into a strategic partnership in the sense of like, I think Microsoft's going to help them make some games, but like, it's one of those weird things where it's like, it, it feels like just like if they made it off of protocol two, I'd shit my pants. That would be amazing. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know what that partnership's going to yield because I know that their partnership of uh doing fantasy star over here in the west is paid off really well so they want to keep like exploring that stuff right that that is fantasy star it's an ip that everyone wants like i but i hey like it's not too far of a stretch to say hey you know you guys don't have to put up the money for it we'll put up the money for it we're gonna make alpha protocol that would be kind of fucking cool or just let obsidian just make another game that's you don't have to call it alpha protocol do what you did with outer worlds like no but i want alpha protocol i want 
Do you want to play as Thornton again? I want I want to play as Michael Thornton, and also I want someone else to make it so it can be on PlayStation so I get trophies. Anyway, yeah. let me talk about the the trophies for this game. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is an ultra rare platinum, by the way. Two point eight eight ultra rare percent. It's one of my it's one of my rarest platinums, and I think the reason for that is it's not a very hard game. It's just that the amount of hoops that you have to dro- uh, go through to get those three endings. Right. A random person is not like only someone that wants to play this game is going to do it, and not a lot of people know about this game. Only fifteen hundred people have ever completed this like 100 of this game on ps3 that's out of 53,000 people who've played it at least uploaded their their data right right so the trophies are like i said you have to do two and a half playthroughs to do this because of the three endings because of the there's the three endings are uh join halbeck and stop alpha protocol reconcile with Alpha protocol and stop halbeck or put an end to halbeck and alpha protocol so it's like you can do the ending where you probably did the ending where you Reconciled with Alpha Protocol and stopped Hellback. You didn't kill Yancey, did you? The black guy that was your uh, starter dude? Okay. I saw him uh, for the first set of missions and I never uh, saw him again. So I, and I, I don't exactly know what happened to him. I just know at one point I never saw him again. <laughs> okay. So then you got the no compromise ending where you stopped Hellback and you stopped Alpha. So the idea is that Alpha Protocol being under the, uh, under no watch because mm-hmm. you know they're a black op you're probably just like this whole thing is corrupt and so you stopped everything yeah then there's a lot of trophies based on like there's a trophy for assassinating the sheik allowing the sheik to live you know preventing the assassination of ronald song preventing the riot because you can do one or the other discover the identity of the assassin uh there's a, a trophy for making stephen heck love you making stephen heck hate you it's a lot of either ors and that's why you need the the, the biggest ones are like Ask questions first, shoot later. That's refrain from killing in cold blood is nobody dies. Then there's judge, jury, and executioner, which is kill everyone. Yeah. There's uh, like Thornton Inc. is the bigger trophy also, which is to turn all of the bad guys into, into a friend. So it's like, get the sheik on your side. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, break you on. Get all of the bad guys to, to trust you. Right. Make your own super um, team, basically. Yeah. There's one for romancing all four of the different romance options doing it all in one playthrough uh, or don't ro- uh, romance anyone uh there's also one that's fun called hard to read which is when you can be suave aggressive or professional this trophy says across 90 dialogues you use each stance at least 25 percent of the time so it's varying your your uh what you're going to say when you use that guide that I was talking to you about on your first playthrough to get everything, you have to talk to different people, different ways. So it's very easy to get that trophy. If you play correctly. Okay. Uh, there's like one for getting three people to at the highest reputation, getting three people at the lowest re- reputation, uh, getting a majority of the Intel. The Intel is so important in this game because the Intel is not only just like story shit, but it is like, Hey, this Intel will make this mission easier. This Intel will give you this and this mission. And what's cool is before every mission, there's a black market where you can get funds. Like you get emails that you have to check your emails. People will be like, Hey, I'll give you $10,000. If you can get me this uh, dossier in the next mission. And so it gives you little side objectives. Like, Oh, I need to go through the main mission, but there's a side room. And if I do a little bit, I can hack this server and get something email to this person and make some extra money, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that, that was something that I actually did while I was playing. Like anytime there was other like rooms to investigate or like uh, secrets to find, I wanted to like I just had that drive of like, I want to explore this whole fucking building and try to find all the little like emails and like 
wads of cash that I could just pick up and all that shit. So I did enjoy that. Like that was a, a fun part of the game, the exploration of the oh. levels. Uh, there's trophies for, uh, so there's four main mission or I'm sorry, uh, weapon types in the game. It's either pistols, SMG shotguns or assault rifles. And so each one has a special ability. Like we talked about the pistol one. That was that you can the get best the, uh, the crits. <laughs> yeah. You can get the good crits. So it's get a hundred crits with, you know, pistols. Uh, the SMGs are to get, SMGs have a crit hit multiplier, which is when you keep firing the gun and hit people without missing and without reloading, you can get a, a multiplier on your crit level. And so theirs is to get the highest crit multiplier seven times. Now, one of the great things about this game is that you it does save what you're doing trophy-wise without uh, losing like data when you restart a checkpoint. So there's definitely some of these trophies for doing things a lot that you can find a good farm spot and just keep doing it, mm-hmm. which I really love because there's going to be some trophies here in a second. It's like, I don't want to actually do that. I want to just cheese it because it would take too long. Uh, there's a crit one for shotguns and headshots for assault rifles. Those are honestly uh, the four pistols. When you're playing on the, your first playthrough, you play it on easy and it's really easy to just pick a weapon, use it until you get the trophy, then go to the next one. So it's not too bad. There's one for defeating uh, 50 enemies with CQC, which is not that hard. And there's one for uh, doing 75 stealth takedowns. So those are really good together. You can do a couple easy missions where the idea is you don't even fire a gun. You just tell stealth takedown people and then run up and start punching people in the face and then restart the checkpoint. There's like a room in one of the missions in uh, in the area in Saudi Arabia where it's like there are four dudes in this room and there's a checkpoint right before it. So all you do is you go in, you uh, you stealth take down a couple of them, and you punch the other guys in the face, and you just do that for a couple of minutes, and you'll get both these out of the out of the out of nothing, right? Right. There's one for completing five missions with six different gadgets. That one is that you have like gadgets that you can bring, like you know uh, a stealth thing that puts it down into like jam radio waves or like a flash grenade, and so the amount of uh, gadgets you can bring is dependent on the gear you're wearing because you can get different like sets of gear and they have like they have different like some are more stealth than the others some are loud some are better for absorbing bullets and some of them are tactical and they have more slots for different gadgets mm-hmm. the max you can get is six so it's just do five missions with the max amount of gadgets that's very simple there are a couple of missions you can do where it doesn't really matter what you wear so you just do five missions where you wear the highest thing now the nice thing is that you know those talkie missions that we're talking about yeah sometimes those count oh fuck that kind of rolls uh there's a trophy there's three trophies based on the three mini games there's one for picking 10 locks one for bypassing 20 devices and one for hacking 10 computers and then uh, another one that is fully based on wanting to just save scum it is having placed 100 devices detonate so you put down like a like a mine that is set off by someone walking by it and then it goes off you do that 100 times it's really not actually that useful i find so there's another in the beginning where you just find a place where a dude always walks by so you just save the game because you can save anywhere put it down have him walk over it reset put it down have him walk over it reset you just over but the the one the one trophy I would say is the hardest trophy in this fucking game because it's also kind of buggy mm-hmm. is one with the shadows, which is completing three missions with less than five kills and no enemies alerted to your presence. The reason this one is hard is like I said, there's only four missions in the game where it's possible and you have to do it in three. And sometimes it will forget that you did one. Oh, 
it is the one trophy in this game that's like it's a little bit of a bitch now thankfully i never had that glitch on either other people have said that they've had that glitch but it's there's a very like a couple of very very specific missions and i'm trying to find here which ones were they so there are five different missions Mm -hmm. oh no wait four different missions there's one in uh there's one in the Saudi Arabia place, which is the one where you're going through the air field. Right. There's one in Taipei where you're going through the warehouse. There's one where the one with the CIA listening station. And I forget what the, I can't find it, but I forget what the last one is. And um, it would be, is it the one in Rome where you're going to like the Coliseum? I don't, I don't, I can't find it on here, but I just remember, uh, it's the bug the CIA listening post. It's sorry, everybody. I wish I'd been a little more. Uh, I, I forgot to write this down. No worries. It's the investigate the way the house data trial. It's the go through the airfield. Fuck, I cannot find the other one. Oh, here it is. And it's intercept the arms dealer in in uh, Saudi Arabia. No, that's the one. Oh, there's two in Saudi Arabia. That's what it is. Oh, okay, it's okay. the bug the airfield and interrupt intercept the arms dealer are the two that you can uh, do to uh, not be seen. So you got to do three of those. So it's it's uh, it said that you should do you should try even if you think that you've got enough, you should do every one that you can just in case one of them glitches. Cause I think that's what it is. Sometimes you have to do all four, mm-hmm. but if you can do them, you can't be seen and you can't kill anyone. That's why pistols with the, with the trike rounds are very important. And if you can get through them, boom, you get that trophy. And that's the hardest one overall. I'd say that having to play the game th- almost three times, usually I'm not a fan of, but because these missions are so different on how you can do shit, I was okay with it. It was nice to be like, I get to see a new side of this game. So it's like, yes, I'm doing the same missions, but now I'm going to see what happens when I kill this fucker when before I let him go. So it's like doing a choose your own adventure book again, but picking different paths this time. Makes sense. Like uh, that's again, what I was kind of saying where I kind of want to just speed run it. Cause it's like, I just want to play it and see how chaotically different it is like that experience would be for me you know um, i think and again much- like i would like to replay and just see what playing as another class would be like even like or maybe not being the terminator through the whole game if you wanted to get a copy of this game on ps3 i'll tell you right now that the average price for this game complete in box is like 12 bucks that's not bad like full honesty 12 bucks for a game you're you're getting a 12 like more than a 12 dollar experience you can buy a complete uh free shipping complete version of this game right now for 15 dollars on ebay it's it's new a new copy of this game for 15 bucks it's worth it well it's opened but it's rather new so still should you should you play this game yeah everybody out there honestly i cannot like i said i really love this game i know that it's Definitely not like the best game ever made, but if you ask me if I would rather play Mass Effect or this, I'd rather play Alpha Protocol. Having now played all of the Mass Effect trilogy, I think Alpha Protocol is a better game. I because I like how 
different it is. Mass Effect is mm-hmm. you can play different styles, but the mission is always the same. It is right. a linear mission where these are your options on how you'd like to do things is vastly different. This is still one of my favorite games of the PS3 era. I would put it in my, I would honestly think about maybe putting it at like the nine or 10, maybe 11 slot on like my top 10 games of all time. Like this game, I have a lot of good memories about. Uh, It's enough that I played it twice, you know? So I love this game for a fun factor. I give it a platinum for a trophies because there are a lot of things that are, like you have to be very specific. I'll say that I would give it a gold and not a platinum because you have to go in. If you want to go in blind, that's great. Have fun. You're then going to have to play the game over a couple more times. Yeah. Doing a specific thing. And you might have just played it for no reason. So for that, I'm going to give it a gold on trophies, but I still think it's, it, it is probably the easiest ultra rare trophy you could get that I know of because it's not hard. It's just specific. Right. So that's what I'm giving it. What are you going to give it for fun? For fun? Oh, man. See, the, I know that this rating is going to sound harsh, but I think I'd give it a silver, and that's not a You're bad thing. You're not my friend thing. anymore. It's not a bad thing. It's, You're not my friend it's anymore. Because it's definitely a fun game. Friendship has been canceled. <laughs> it's just that, like, I think the game is a little long in the tooth in some parts. It's not long at all. It's like, very not I just long. think that some cutscenes could be shorter. If you were paying attention to the cutscenes and not skipping them, you would have. <laughs> it really is like watching a map. Like the other it thing is. is that I find the story intriguing. I never find the cutscenes boring because the writing is legitimately good. It is a Mission Impossible movie. In, this is the closest to a very good. I know there's that Mission Impossible game on N64. That game probably sucks. I don't know much probably. about it. But like Alpha Protocol really is the best Mission Impossible video game ever made, is the way that I would put it. If you are a fan of 24, if you're a fan of Mission Impossible, if you're a fan of the Bourne uh, identity, I think that you could w- play this game and get into the because the story is intriguing. Yeah, the story makes sense. There's never any part where it's like this is there's no filler. Like the story is all long. I think that you just don't you weren't paying attention. Yeah. So that when when they were getting into it, you're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't care yeah. if you had paid attention. I, I really do think you would have cared more. So, but yeah, the love of design in so this when, game is great. When you play it again on PS3 to get the platinum because you're gonna <laughs> and you're gonna get a ultra rare platinum out of it you'll pay attention to the star and you'll say oh that was really good right yeah like whenever i play it again we'll see yeah. and then maybe we'll, well re-rank way, it but way better written than final fantasy origins i disagree oh but, you, it, I'm but sorry. at the same time this, hang on you think I, this well put story is better than i do it's not as good as i want to fight let me, let me put this let me put it this way here's the thing that I'm seeing a lot of people online and we'll talk about this more um, that are trashing this game for its story reasons. And I'm thinking that's not the reason to play final fantasy stranger of paradise. Like that, this game is not a story based game. I don't think that there's much of the story to it. It's, it's literally just four dudes or well, you know, uh, three dudes, technically three dudes and a lady, uh, two ladies that go what? around. Oh, I don't, uh, don't worry. Did you, um, uh, did you spoil something? N- no. Cause if you look at your box cover, uh, you'll notice that there are five people on that cover, um, that are like, we have to kill chaos and that's it. And oh, there's three, nothing four. magical about it. Yeah, there's only four people on this box. What are you talking about? No, they're not. They're five. What? Yeah. I, I the, 
I'll, I'll Wait, look at it. No, that. there's six. Are there six? Are you counting? Okay. Well, there's, the top, there's an eye on the top. Then there's an eye and a nose. Then there's another set of eyes. Another set. Of, another set of eyes. And then there's. Oh wait, there's another person there. There's another. Oh wait, no, no, no. These are the same people. Oh, I see what's going on. Yeah. That's okay. That's Jack in red. And then there's a lady there. And there's a lady there who's got three eyes. This game sucks. This, um, but that's the yeah. So but, what are you? I'm sorry. So what are you rating? What are you giving Alpha Protocol? I think I'm giving it a silver, but it's a very strong silver at that. So it's, I think it's well, it's a fun game to play. Hey, Platinum, Platinum is still, that still averages out of gold, and while I think four yeah, is I think that's low, fair. I think that's fair. I still think that this is out of all the games we've played this year, this is my favorite game that we've played this year. What I like this game. This year, I like... like this game. Oh no, I haven't played it this year. I mean, what we've talked about. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but I'm even trying to remember what we've talked we about. Auto, we did Near Automata, then we did Horizon. Oh, Near Automata Dawn. was awesome. Yeah, that's Near uh, Automata is the worst game that we played this year. <laughs> if we did Near Automata, then we did Horizon Zero Dawn, then we did, uh, then we did Alice, then we yep. did and Alice Ratchet is and Clank, then we did this. I like you, Alice you more. Realized, than you know, I just realized. Huh. You, this is unfair. What's unfair? Well, because, okay, so January, I didn't get a game, and you got a game. Uh-huh. And then my next game after that was stolen by your wife. Uh-huh. Your, oh, I'm sorry, your wife. My wife. Um, yeah, do I have to, when I say your wife, do I have to say it like Borat? Yep. yep. Your wife. <laughs> uh, so you're going to be a game, because I get the last, ep- the second episode of the month every year, and when we get to the end of the year in December, you're also going to get a game and I'm not. This is unfair. You get more games than me. Uh, is it? Well, I'll I didn't get it. Okay. okay. In January, yeah, you got a game and I, I you got a game and I didn't. Uh, and, and then, well, didn't, no. didn't, didn't you like originally? No, I wouldn't. Because we did in, instead of doing the ep- the episode, we did the like, yeah we the did we episode. yeah we did the like welcome back to the year kind of thing. One of these months, some to balance it out. One of these months in the future is going to be a double Ryan month. Well, there there are um, no. You'll get a game in December. You you'll get the final game in December. No, because the final episode of the year will be no no no. The no the, we have we have three episodes in December. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Just trying to we, we have one on well, the 2nd the 16th and the 30th i want to i want to break down if by th- halfway through this year if it's looking like it's not going to be even i might steal and have a whole month of me we, we also have three episodes in july we'll have to do some accounting yeah um anyway this was a, this was a good oh yeah i, I this was a long episode this was a d- double feature yeah because we got to talk what about I'm Elden Ring. it as yeah, Elden Ring and Alpha Protocol. And Alpha 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 Ring. Uh, Elden uh, Protocol. Alpha Alpha, <laughs> Alpha El- Elden Protocol Ring. All right, so yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked it. Uh, that leads us to what will be the oh, next game. This. Yeah, because we're going to take we? a trip. We're going to oh, look in the shadows. We're going to uh repeat some history and figure out what this grainy field is because we're absolutely gonna fucking talk about stranger of fucking paradise no we, we abs- absolutely we are talk- no no we already talked about it no no no. we are we're, we're doing it we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it in full because i'm gonna finish the game by then might even get that platinum because i'm really loving this game um it's gonna be a fucking 
Welcome. This We're was literally our longest episode, not counting the end of the year episode. Welcome to what's probably going to be our shortest episode. <laughs> Here's, I, I know the future. Here's the future. It's going to be you nonstop talking about it. The same thing for like 45 minutes and me going, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's kind of boring. So <laughs> see, but uh, that's the thing is I, I, there are a couple of bosses that I want to ask you about and like, uh, I'll fucking, I already, stuff, listen, so. I'm, I'm already locked into getting the platinum because I got trophies. So right. it's like, I have to do it. So whatever, I'll play your dumb game. <laughs> we should try uh, to do the multiplayer <sighs> sometime too, because uh, that's the thing. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a bad episode. <laughs> this is gonna roll. Well, look, you have our last Final Fantasy episode went permission. over well. <laughs> you have my permission to skip the next episode if you're listening. No, to don't do that. This is it'll be episode uh, uh, nineteen. So okay, fine. We'll do your fucking game. Yeah. Whatever, it's your choice. I don't care. It's gonna be good. This was You're gonna love the this episode. Into it. We did the episode. Now I gotta go play some more of this shit game. Hopefully by the next time, also my Skylanders will come in, so I'll I'll have that done. Can't wait yeah. to talk more about that. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Are you just... gonna play Skylanders Giants whenever you get to it? Like I feel like one of one? those. Like I feel like at a point they made those games unplatinable because they put oh, like online okay. shit on it. So like the reason I can't get the Disney Infinity trophies which i would totally go after mm-hmm. because they put like there's a trophy for like I have a bunch of those downloading things downloading things from their server but the server doesn't those lego dimension games i could go and get but it would be about but they the thing is so unlike skylanders where they put out those like other packs where it's like oh you play this you know extra area they didn't put any trophies for it so i don't have to do it those ones i would have to find the game with the setup and Ugh. then all of the expansion things and the the hard part at this point is finding like them to buy where everything is together right but i honestly just for how stupid like you know there's a there's trophies based on the simpsons and then doctor who and then i would think about doing that if i could if i could legitimately find if you're out there and you have lego dimensions i think it's on ps3 and you have all of the sets that uh relate to the trophies and every something so that i could get all the trophies because i don't think there's any online things and you want to sell them maybe tweet at me um but until that point, I think that I have to go play some more of this fucking Final Fantasy game. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter if you get the platinum before me. You know why? Because what? I will still have more trophies than you. That's not the name of the show. Oh, you're right. <laughs> well, how do I? I don't know a way to say it uh, organically now. That's well, that, the hard part about ending with that part. same phrase is that you can't put in like... No, because what you do is you just go, you know what? I have more trophies than you. You don't, though. I have more trophies than you. There we go. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan 
That's D-R underscore R-Y-A-N. Dr. Underscore Ryan on both Twitch and Twitter. And follow Chris on Twitter at Burezu in Japan. Now, I, I know, I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out for you right now. That's B-U-R-E-Z-U-I-N-J-A-P-A-N. It's all one word, Burezu in Japan on Twitter. And... When they are streaming, you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze TK. That's B-L-A-Z-E, the letter T, the letter K on Twitch, blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.